it's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Mirage. It's up, Queens! What do you say there, bottle of A bar. In a garage. Drive with apple juice and dick in the morning. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? I'm laughing at you, not with you. Now that's the time. It's Friday night and I'm in Queens. Right. Goddamn right. Hey, God. Live from the garage. It's Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones. I'm packing my pistol. I do quite well for myself. They call it a barrage. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Take two of these and call me in the evening. Holy shit, Jay. Zoot Suit Charlie. Rusty Beard. Fucking Fireball. Sir. Listen to Live from the Barrage. Don't listen to us. I once farted at the beginning of Master of Pups. Yo, Kev. I only come out at night. Time to six. Go punks yourself. My oozy of ooze. Nobody wants ooze. anything to ooze. You can tell by the way that I wear my pants. Um, Saturday Night Fever. man, no time to practice. Let's that's do the news. That's the news. And that's the news. <laughs> you wrong Tron, bro. <laughs> Correct Tron, bro. Oh. The Ryan game. Let's move on with the game. Thunderbolt. Tilt to Swinton, Dan. All day, my drawings. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Thank you, Bismarck Key. Uh, thank you, Bismarck Tree Void. And uh, Preemptor Strike, which whoa. is uh, now hosted by. Uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Take it easy. What there. happened there? Uh, yeah, I right knocked my. Almost knocked over my bevy. I don't want to say what type of beverage it is because uh, we're not getting paid by the rebel. I'd be, ah, oh, crap. Oh, nuts. God damn it. You're listening. Uh, you just blew it. It's a lie from the broad here on Radio Nope. Maybe they'll send us a case of swag. <laughs> <laughs> like cozies or cozies uh, yeah, exactly. or however you pronounce Tom, that shit. Tom can beg to print their merch. Didn't we do like five hours on the pronunciation of cozy or koozie? I believe so, yes. I believe that was show two. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's show canon. <laughs> show two. So what, yeah, are, you, what are you guys up to? to? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like now show 220 mm-hmm. or some yeah, exactly. shit like that, mm-hmm. which is unbelievable. Uh, you, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Live from the Barrage here on Radio Nope. We thank you for uh, joining us. It's Pat and I as of now at the 9 o'clock hour. Or as I like to call it, the best part of the show. Uh, yeah, a lot of people a lot of people <laughs> sending in emails. Uh, like, like, a, lot, like, a lot of chatter. I like when it's just you and Pat by yourself. And, uh, <laughs> I like when it's just you and Ryan. I like when it's just Ryan and Pat. You don't show up. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> you know, Has that ever happened? I, I, <laughs> well, it's happening. <laughs> We're doing the show without you. The ratings yeah. don't lie. We're going to have a rebel show. Fuck it. <laughs> I, I hope so. Like, I just want to say. But if I'm already here setting it up, I might as well do it. Mm. Like, if I set it up and go inside. I do want to do that one day. Just set it up and see what happens. <laughs> Not to, like, mm. make it. You should try calling in. I should. Yeah. That was that would be interesting. I think that would be educational. It's hard, because, right, to call in. Pat, you've called in a bunch of times. I've called in a bunch of times. You've called in, like, yes. every time you're not here when you have Pretty something much. to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I want to make sure nobody's on my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Stay Who's off there? my mic. I hear him breathing. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? That sounds... I know the breath sound on an MD-421. Uh, Mario called me earlier. He's like, "Is are Pat and uh, Ryan coming early? I'm like, I haven't talked to those guys in, like, a week. I don't know. Pat had heat stroke, for crying out loud. You had heat stroke? I did, yeah. Oh, man. It wasn't major, basically. You it was were just... Out? I was, yeah, I was out and working like I've mm. been working regularly for the last two years, which I have not. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was working outdoors, and I overdid it, and yeah, and then I was shaking like a leaf. Heat stroke? I haven't had... I got that in the Boy Scouts once. Mm. And I'm a little sick right now. Can you tell? You know, Can other you things, hear it? Other things went down in the Boy Scouts, too. <laughs> I know I'm sick because I can't do this. I'm in my life like this. No tomorrow. I can't do it. So no. that's how you know I'm sick. Uh-huh. Can oh. you do it? Mm. I could try. No, I got... I had to steal. It's tough, man. We're, <laughs> we're horrible. <laughs> At least I don't need... To beg your 
Hmm. Getting a little better. <laughs> we need some hot yes, tea. I'm living at a pace that kills. We'll have no oh, yeah. <laughs> nine o'clock. See, I just had to warm up. Yeah, he just had to warm up yeah, a little. He got bit. me cold. <laughs> Noel Monk, author of Running with the Devil, new book out. Um, he was the tour manager and personal manager for Van Halen from '78 to '85. Will be joining us at the nine. The nine p.m. hour. <laughs> Here on Live from the Barrage uh, on Radio Nope, we thank Brad and uh, his tremendous show, No More Music uh, by the Suckers. And uh, also, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot, and we're happy to have Noel in. This is going to be fun, man. Mm. I'm, in a, I'm in a Van Halen mood. I'm all, like, psyched up. I'm all amped. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, let me listen to some Van Halen songs, and I got even crazier. I found a simple life. It's so simple. <laughs> when I jumped out. <laughs> yeah. This is some show. <laughs> I like the isolated vocal track. Uh, I, and, and that's what I, I'm, I used to be able to do it. I used to be able to do a lot of things. Now I'm old. Creek. <laughs> I never used to be able to sing like fantastic vocalist David Lee Roth when I was younger. But, yeah, I but now you can make job. all your joints make weird noises. <laughs> yeah. So you got that going for you. I, you know, oh, my God, dude. On the back of that, I, I pulled the book cover off because i hate book covers uh-huh i, I hate the the paper and stuff i hate them really yeah Did i you can't smell it i can't stand the dust jacket no i didn't smell it it's like corn chips and uh but on the back of that dust jacket is a picture of david lee roth on stage <laughs> i don't know what year it is but it's probably it, he's wearing it looks like by his pants i'll say it's like 84 mm-hmm. say it's 84 to <laughs> pants wise <laughs> look at the back look at that picture he's 10 feet in the fucking air Oh, yeah. No, why do you think they all have to have hip replacement? This guy elevates. Oh. Look how high. He's above the drum set. Yes. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Why can't he settle down and find a nice girl? <laughs> I settle down. I find a nice one every night. What are you talking about? I come up to you. Live <laughs> <laughs> my life like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> one, one Van Halen brother's looking this way. The other one's looking, looking this way. way. And uh, Michael Anthony's saying, what do you want from me? <laughs> It's a tremendous book. I've been skimming through it. I'm working my way through it, and I'm trying because I can't read a book a week. I'll be honest with you. But uh, every page is like you can't put it down. It's incredible. Uh, I, I love that shit. I love hearing the back. And, you know, Noel was on like a gag order. He couldn't do a book or anything because of the, a settlement they had. Was it like a 20-year gag order? Oh, they always Finally, end they're allowed up to release the fucking Watergate papers? I don't even know, man. Mm-hmm. The things this band did to people, man, mm-hmm. that's bad. Poor okay. Michael Anthony. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you know, my. I should talk about this when Noel's on anyway, but I, I guess I will. Uh, in the book, I don't want to give too much away, but pretty mm. much. Uh, they're like, at some point, they go, hey, Michael Anthony, uh, you're not going to make royalties anymore because, you know, you don't do anything except play bass and you don't write songs or anything like yeah, that. And not, you only have that iconic right. backing vocal. Not that Alex Van Halen ever wrote mm-hmm. any of his songs. Every it, chorus. Well, listen, that iconic background well, vocal, you Alex can't Van replace Alex Van Halen that. came up with strapping a fire extinguisher to his kick drum, so there's that. Yeah. He was also drunk all day for like <laughs> ten years. Drunk all day was his I one just made that up. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then Michael Anthony's sitting there like, <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, you know, all right, you want me to do about it? So, you know, you just signs a thing, and they go, oh, by the way, you know, also, you know, this is part of it that uh, um, not only will you not get any future royalties, but also we're gonna we're gonna uh, retroactively take away the ones from uh, uh, 1984. Yeah. So it's according nice to guys. this document, you owe us you owe us sixty four thousand dollars. I mean, I don't think they made him pay anything back, but mm. future ones from the album that was already made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so you know, 
I mean, it's it's so they, you know, and they, so they did know kind of dirty, too. I don't want to give away the end of the book, and we'll talk mm. to him about it at the 9 p.m. hour. That's Noel Monk coming in, author of Running with the Devil. Uh, th- there's a lot going on in the Radio Nope world, Pat. I don't know if you know this. I'm, I'm aware. Uh, Conan's uh, protonic reversal is back, and his he's got a new partner in Josh Davis from If I Had a Hi-Fi. Wow. Yeah, so that should be fun. Love that dude. They're on Thursday nights at eight. I like him way more than Conan. Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, and there goes my phone. But <laughs> you just get a text. But um, also uh, noteworthy is right after that um, show is now Brian Musikoff's new show. Oh wow. He's got a music show called Music Music On with Music Off. <laughs> That's good. I like it. It took me a while to get it. Mm. <laughs> and so we're we're happy to Hobby Nobby. check out check out Brian's new show. And then immediately after our show, they will replay Brian. They will replay Music, music on, on with, with Music, music off. off. Um, directly after this show, they'll, wow. they'll, they'll give you the replay. Uh, it's gonna be so a lot of things going on. Tune into Radio No for like non. It's a lot of a lot of button tap dancing that uh, has to be done over there at Radio Nope Corporate. Yeah, it's tough. The, these guys, they have no money, and I don't give them any, and they have to hit all the buttons, and I don't. It's mm-hmm. great. So uh, all you have to do as a listener at home is hit one button. Tune in RadioNope.com and hit That's that right. hit that big old play button there, and yeah. you'll be you'll be into all the shows. Yeah, just, yeah. Fun time. So we're happy for Brian. We're happy for Conan. Everybody's back together, and we're going to make something going on here. Yeah. And then I'm going to uh, make a million dollars. I'm going to leave this station in the dust. Yeah. John's trying to make me sign uh, retroactively to give up my uh, <laughs> my royalties, which frankly I, I actually, thought was a little weird. I needed to get my guy to look it over. I think I played a bunch of Van Halen on this show, and I actually contacted Mike Lanthony. I made him sign a piece of paper that right. says he won't sue me. And he was like, all right, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? The nicest guy in the world. Yeah, he's, he's very st- easy going. <laughs> he's going to start playing bass from Ross, actually. <laughs> how did that? Sh- how did that show go? By the way, I'm sorry I couldn't make the show the it other was, night. No, it was fine. I had it to do fun. some yeah. family stuff upstate. No, upstate. It was, no, it was good. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. That's Pat right. played with the band yeah, called Hank Saloon. Always fun playing there. The Gold Hang Farmers. And met Hank. a fella from Texas there. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. You yeah. met a fella from Texas? I met a fella from Texas. See a fella about a horse? He came up to me. He's like, hey, man, you were a guy playing bass up there, man. You play bass good as hell. You Thank play- you. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. He's like, yeah, I'm up here for a week doing work. I'm like, really? How's that going for you? He's like, man, this place cool as hell. <laughs> is it Matthew McConaughey? He's like, he's like, he's like, you from here? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, nearest place to me is Waco. It's about 40 minutes away. Right. I got 2,000 acres, man. He's like, and I hang out there. He goes, I'm up here, man. I got to tell you, man, it's a trip. It's a total trip being up here. He goes, uh, and as we're talking, like three fucking Muslim dudes go walking past, you know, with the dresses and the little hats. Right. Right. <laughs> and we just continue talking. They and, keep, and, he, keep. and he loses eye contact. With me they and keep getting more extremist, and I stay right. the same age. Exactly. All right, all right. Exactly. And they, they just walk past him, continuing the conversation. <laughs> he goes, he goes, see, see how you didn't even react to that, man. That's cool as hell. Right, it's cool as hell. Right. <laughs> uh, that's funny you say that because we were at Rye Playland, uh, yeah, uh, was what, yeah, yesterday, and mm. uh, there was a Muslim family walking around, and then there's a many different walks of life walking around. But this there's one kid, be, New this, York, this one kid, like was a little un- unsettling. He just read a book the whole time as he walked, like with the book up in front of his face, mm-hmm. walking, just staring at the book. And this went on for hours. And I don't believe he rode any of the rides. Mm. I tried to stay away from that guy. He's trouble. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, I'm not a religious bigot or anything, but that guy's trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really uh, not. You know, that guy's troll there, you know. <laughs> you have a problem with me saying yeah, retarded. This is a Muslim guy walking around the book there. Yeah, that, that. <laughs> I don't know. There's something so eerie about a kid reading man, a book. Man, that's, that guy's trouble. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> reading a book. Oh, I wonder what yeah. book it was. I don't think it was uh, uh, Catcher in the Rock. It was Curious George. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Curious George raids Rye Playland. Right. <laughs> right, right. Mario in the chat box, Jill, Brian, Conan, everybody in the chat box were weighing in. Mm. Conan saying most people mm. like Traveling Josh Pete better, showed up at the gig last night. Oh, yeah? He yeah, should be here very, tonight. Which was very appreciated. That's cool, yeah. He was asking me if I was going to go. Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm barely sick got, and my voice I sucks. barely got to talk to him, and I felt awful about it yeah. all day. Dan, <laughs> the, Dan pulled one of those, I want to go right now, and the Uber's outside. I'm like, okay, then. I, I want help with the equipment, I have to leave right now. I saw Dan post on something on Facebook like at 11 o'clock. I'm like, wow, Dan's home early. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was not, not in the mood. Dan Dara, our drummer in Risk Reward, uh, a lot of times he just has to go. Mm-hmm. And he'll he'll ghost it out into an Uber or something. And he's just gone. Yeah. Sometimes was... a lot of times I catch him outside, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Hey, what, what's up?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "He's like, shit, you yeah. know, I got caught." Mm-hmm. He's like, "I gotta go." It was funny because I, I got a little stoned, and then uh, he was trying. Did to, you? He was trying to uh, navigate after the show, John. I'm all pro. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, Smoking uh, pot before the show does not work. Uh, he's trying to uh, to uh, direct the Uber as to where mm-hmm. we are, and he's just standing on the corner with his phone pressed to one ear and his hand pressed to his other ear like he's fucking cutting a fucking spot yeah <laughs> and then the and then the, the arm starts spot, going Tony. yeah and then the arm starts going like he's waving in a fucking plane it was like full-on air traffic control it was awesome but i was just fucking stoned and grinning like a mongoloid i was like this is the best you yeah. watch him do this all day dan will get in the, the wrong cab to bad avoid vibes it. <laughs> <laughs> all bad vibes in the cab fucking bad hoodoo Sitting behind him and all, like just see his Aww. fist clenching the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, he just wanted to be. It, sometimes mm-hmm. when you just want to be alone. Yeah, and then he just turns to me. He's you like, want to hey, be guys. alone. We got like a block away from his house, and he just turns to me. He goes, "I need to get out." I'm like, okay, I'll see you. Get out of the cab. Yes, I need oh, to get Jesus. out. All right, goodbye. So did, long. Did he smoke or something? Because no. I know that he gets like maybe he gets a little freaked out. No, he was just he was that's just weird. He's just feeling a he bit. Just Danny. had to go. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I feel like a bit of a mental case myself lately. <laughs> you and me both, sister. I lie in bed at night. Mm. I look in the mirror. There's a, <laughs> a man, there's an old man. I don't. Yeah, I lay in bed at recognize night. Recognize him. Yeah, I, I lie. And my oldest is it Gregario. I, Gregario. I is it I lie in bed at night or I lay in bed at night? You could do either. I think. I don't know. Well, whatever it is, I do that. You can lay on the bed or you can lie in it. And I think about every, like, bad thing ever. And I worry and I stare at the wall and I go, oh, man, mm. my mind is racing. Meanwhile, during the day, do you do, if you, do, get, you do deep breathing, I could sleep on the floor. I tried that. I do that. That works for me. Does it? Yeah, that's correct. But how do you know it works when you fall asleep? You're not because conscious Because that's what it does. It. Yeah? Yeah, it makes me fall asleep. Well, how do you know when you fell asleep, though? How do you know you weren't awake for, you know, the whole, I guess. Well, know? my thoughts start turning into fucking weird shit. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know when you're, like, halfway asleep and, like, you're like, did I just dream? that? Oh, that was definitely a weird, like, half dream. Like, Dude, it just I went in and out. full, full <laughs> cinematic experience the other day that I haven't had in, I couldn't tell you, I'm not somebody who remembers their dreams, and this one was a doozy. A doozy. Let's hear about it. Was I in it? it? Because a, dreams are born. Ah, oh, damn it! You're not in it. it so, was, there was a haunted dead girl and the, the whole fucking ooh. thing. Yeah, mm. <laughs> haunted dead girl. Yeah, that's correct. 
She was haunted, or no. was she doing the haunting? Uh, she was doing the she was doing the haunt. It's the hot new dance. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's doing. Everybody's it. doing the haunt. Do the haunt. It's the, the sweeping <laughs> the nation. <laughs> it's the craze. It's taken over Transylvania. It's a graveyard now it smash. Will, now it will take over the suburbs. <laughs> By the way, I saw a graveyard smash at Ground Zero in Belmore, Long Island in 1996. Mm-hmm. Open up for a Jones Crusher. They were mm-hmm. terrible. Anyway, Ryan's walking in at the 9 o'clock hour. We, we're going to have Noel Monk, author of the book Running, Running, with the Dev- Running for the Devil. <laughs> Running for the Devil. No the more th- music with the devil. That's the Trump book, Running for the Devil. Running, I'm the Devil. Mm. Uh, and he'll be in at 9 o'clock talking about Van Halen. Uh, and we're excited for the Van Halen talk. What's up, Brian? How are you? Nice, nice little independent band. Uh, indie Van rock Halen? Band? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're out of uh, Amherst, Massachusetts. <laughs> <I think>. <laughs> <laughs> they're a college band. Jay Maskus played drums played, for them briefly. Yeah. They played the circuit. <laughs> Jay Levitz was over my house. Uh, you guys know Jay Levitz. Of course. Um, my friend Jay, who named his son Max Power, for real. Was over with his son. And, he did that uh, just to make you laugh, I think. His son's name is Maximilian Power. So anyway, Jay, you know, I used to be in a band, and he's an old punk rock guy. He tried after the Ramones, all this cr- stuff. So he has, like, this punk rock knowledge. And he goes, hey, John Hulan, have you ever heard this tape of uh, Jay Baskus playing drums on in his first band with Lou Barlow? And I'm like, no. And I did, then when he played it, I, I, I realized that I had heard it. And Jay Maskus is like... The most amazing hardcore drummer who ever lived, maybe. Nice talents of tearing it. Jeez, up. God, I forget the name of the band. Uh, they're like called Paper Cut or Mud Crutch or something. Bug Juice. Bug Juice. You got to go back and look at that. He's Staple incredible. Gun. Mammoth. They made the Desperosity. They're called Mammoth. Mammoth. Shard. Making Van Halen references that nobody's getting. <laughs> yeah. I want to tell you about another. You guys got to re- read this book, the convoluted story that goes on. I mean, this is, it's nuts. It's nuts. I got a million questions. None of them I could read my, in my own handwriting because I was so excited to write down the, the question. The convoluted story of Van Halen by <laughs> Lemony Snicket. <laughs> they turned that into a movie with Jim Carrey. So we're excited about that. What are you excited about in your life, Ryan? Is it Van Oh, Van I Allen? had an atrocious day today. I'm not even going to get into what I'm excited about. I'm excited to go on vacation. That's what I'm excited yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't tell anybody. I don't want to rob my house. We're going on That's... vacation again together. Can I get rid of you guys, you and Mario, for like 10 minutes? Can I go on vacation by myself? It has nothing hey, John, to do with me. John, let's you and I me. go together. We could snuggle. Yeah, I want to go with Pat. Yeah, it's, let's it's, snuggle. It has nothing to do with me. You, My wife and your wife get together on this. And I want to go with Pat and Dan so Dan jumps off the boat halfway through. I got to go. Look, Ooh. I got to go. Can I come? Splash. <laughs> Where's Dan? I don't know. He lost him somewhere between Staten Island. <laughs> between Staten Island and know, the we ocean. Made, we made plans to go get pizza. I went on vacation with Pat. Got over it. That was great. Yeah, that was fun. What, when we went upstate? No. no we you weren't included. Ireland. You were out I on this I wasn't there? One. What you the were, fuck? You were on the outs. Mm. Do, we you, went do you have a passport, John? Yes. I do. Good. <laughs> I do. Just wanted to check. He's, he's ready. Mm-hmm. I have a passport. I went to the DMV the other day to get my son a non-driver ID because I found out that you can't get on this cruise boat without that because he's 16. Mm. And uh, I don't know. I went. Why do they expect it? Does anybody here have a non-driver ID? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can somebody take over the mast or whatever the fuck? Oh, I see you don't drive. You're on. Get mm. on there. You... Isn't that shit old GPS nowadays? 
after that Italian dude made shit of that. I don't know. They have enhanced license, and and the lady at the DMV told me a year from now they're gonna have this. Like you know, they could just stamp your hand and like <laughs> a, scan your retina, scan your retina, like a barcode on your wrist or whatever garbage is coming down the line. She's like, and but she talked about it like it's the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but don't worry, Apple will give you a barcode for free. <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, that's Once great. You sign up. Oh, it's gonna be a you know a whatever it's called a. Uh, just like a universal pass for everybody. I'm not sure I'm liking that idea. I don't believe for a fucking second that they mm. could implement that. I'll tell you what. You go to the fucking DMV, they're still using overhead projectors. It's a fucking train wreck. <laughs> they're not up to fucking shit. I'll tell you uh-huh. what, man. This yeah. is the easiest trip I ever had to the DMV in my life. I uh, collect. Bu- Where'd you go? College Point? College Point. Garbage dump. Garbage dump. <laughs> I like College Point. She booked it on. I mean, at the DMV. Yeah. She booked the rest it on... of the neighborhood I could do without. You can make an appointment online. Tyvek is not a finished coat. <laughs> I went there, and when I talk about the DMV, my uh, New York accent gets more pronounced. Mm-hmm. I went to the DMVs. And I went to the first. I, was, I go, I have an appointment for 3 o'clock. The lady couldn't have been nicer, scanned me in. I never sat down. I walked straight to the window. The number bings. Go to the window. Finish with her. She goes, uh, all right, just wait for your, it's the same number. Wait for that to be called. On my way to the seat, the other thing bings. I'm in and out of there in 17 minutes. Yeah. Dude, I was telling you. The, the DMV, time, 17 minutes. The last time that I had to deal with the DMV, I went to garbage dump as well. And uh, it was when I was registering my car, and I was telling that the, I can't remember if it was, I think it was later that day you wound up over at my place. And she was trying to talk me into getting a vanity plate. Right. And I was like, uh, no. She's like, why? I'm like, because it makes it too easy to remember me if I crash into things and decide to leave. Um, <laughs> it's good. My place so, see. They'll remember you the next time they see you. Exactly. Uh, but uh, but it, it put me and you into a whole fucking bit where we went on the DMV's website and started seeing what body phrases we could get away with on vanity plates. Yeah. And we spent like two hours laughing like maniacs. Just alone, just typing weird shit into the DMV website. <laughs> it was the best. Yeah, I, exactly. I and think they have an and, actual like yeah. blog now where you could see like the rejected plates of whatever state. You know, I can't believe it. Keith. Uh, speaking of Jay Levis, who Keith was in the band, oh, with Jay yeah. got away with shite box mm-hmm. somehow. S H Y T E box. He <laughs> <laughs> probably said it was something Irish. But the best vanity plate I've ever seen was just a little while ago. Is a guy in a Maserati pack. Yeah. And uh, Ryan Werner from the internet posted this. Uh, he's Conan's friend. He lives in uh, Milwaukee or Wisconsin or something like that. Or maybe not even close to there. Um, <laughs> he takes a picture of a plate. I hope he took the picture. It's a Maserati, right? Yeah. The plate says, does 185. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's, That's good. fucking great. Really? That's pretty good. Mm. On a flatbed, mind you. <laughs> 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 it's not in the shop. Good stuff. I lost my transmission. Now I can't drive. <laughs> I like when he goes, It's hard to leave when you can't find the door. There's a door slamming noise in there in the song. I like uh, Joe Walsh to do these sound effects, much like uh, Don Henley Seagull sounds. <laughs> That was my Cambu. I sound horrible today. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've been yeah. I've been sick for like four days. Yeah, sorry. I wasn't gonna say anything. I had a cold. Mm, you stink. <laughs> I had one of them summer colds. You feeling all roughed up? 
You, you know, the cold doesn't really bother me too much. Like It's the air conditioning, man. Yeah. Oh, man, I've been blasting that shit right in my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking whack. Really? Even this week? You go into every place and it's freezing. Yeah. I have to carry a hoodie around in the summer because every place you go into is fucking freezing. I know. I bring my kids to the movies. They bring a winter coat. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. I believe you. Yeah. Yeah, yesterday it was 85 degrees. We're going to Rye Playland, and that's like, should I bring a sweatshirt? I'm like, like my mom's like that too. I'm like, oh, what are you talking? It's 85. Yeah, it's hot. outside. It's hot outside. You yeah, but I, I got I got these hoodies. They're like they're like t-shirt weight. They're not like heavy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. I'm hot all the time. It's mm. high blood pressure or something. Mm. I, I I can't deal with it. I yeah. I I'd, I'd let's go. Just, let's misdiagnose you. Let's go on a WebMD. Mis- <laughs> yeah. This will be our new segment. We're going to WebMD and misdiagnose. That's the name you. of my uh, mistress. Misdiagnose. Tell us all your symptoms. Well, first of all, I'm an idiot. Misdiagnose. Can you come in here for a minute? You want to hear low, my symptoms? Low IQ. <laughs> low IQ. Um, never uh, never went to college for any real purpose. For real. The gout. I got the gout. Mm-hmm. I have chest pains I don't tell anyone about. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that normal? Because I get that yeah. too. Just to, I try to burp a lot and, and say that it. That usually helps. Because I saw on a sitcom in the 80s, it was just gas. Burp a lot is my favorite Fug song. <laughs> I like big burps. In a ca- Sometimes I pee and that helps. You pee and it helps your chest pain? Yeah, it makes my heart attack go away. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take a heart attack. That's the best way exactly. to prevent a heart attack. Yeah. Feed a cold, starve a fever, piss yeah. out chest pains. Yeah, I'm an alcoholic. I'm a, you know, I, I've, I've been, um, uh, what do you call that? I have the heartburn. <laughs> I that yeah I got the internet. You name I probably I'm afraid to go to the doctor. I know I got diabetes. I wake up like craving sugar and stuff. Mm. Like the blood sugar's all over the place. Probably mm. how many? Just go to the doctor. My doc. I did go to the doctor. You he went told to the me fucking eat- eye doctor and you have no, no problem with your eyes. You no. won't go to the fucking doctor doctor when no. you have chest pains. I knew, he I, went to the coolie doctor. Give me the news. You know why I went? I don't need no doctor, as Ted Nugent would say. I don't no, need no doctor. I went to the eye doctor because I knew my eyes were perfect. That's why I was looking forward to it. You, were just, you just went there to gloat? Yeah, I'd go to the heart doctor. <laughs> I'm telling everybody. That guy who throw me right out of there. <laughs> That's like if you had your yeah. like heart in yeah. your hand. You're yeah. like, look, this thing's beating yeah. like great. Just, yeah, just here to settle a bickering argument with my wife. Yeah, the guy. Well, he mm. told me my what do you call it? I did go to the doctor. He's a cardiologist. He goes, uh, your what's it called? It's high. What do you call those things that when you're gonna die? Metachlorians. No, those are the the, the uh, bad guys in Star Trek. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Have you considered getting your head examined? <laughs> yes. I actually wanted to see if that was covered. I'm sure some of the psych- psychological things are covered under totally. my insurance, right? Of course. Yeah, I, I want to go so. see a shrink. You I got, got a, good insurance, too, right? I got a list of shit for that <laughs> person. That guy doesn't even know what he's up against. Right, or gal, exactly. I hope. This is advanced. He's gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave with recommendations. <laughs> here, I've been coughing like some like, like look, phantom gotta, phlegm for two mm, weeks. Like, whatever, what, whatever it is you got, I can't help you with. Phantom phlegm You're gonna is have my to go least favorite King Crimson album. I'm a huge mess. And I'm not saying it to brag about like being unhealthy. I'm saying it to because I want to be honest. You ask because I'm jealous. I want to be honest with the audience. Mm. I'm in a lot of trouble. (laughs) Are you on the uh, blood pressure medicine? Smoking cigarettes since I was 14 years old, nonstop. 14. That's it. There's no way this ends well. I started when I was 11. You should stop doing that. Yeah, 14. That was my daughter's age when I started smoking cigarettes for the first time. I was smoking two packs a day two years before I got laid. Exactly. <laughs> Fifth grade. Fifth That's grade stupid. smoking like a chimney. It's just dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, a, uh, you know, this life, I'm, 
I'm over it. You're like sucking it's down cigarettes. Time. You're 14 years old. It's you different dummy. time. Drinking it, coffee and sucking down cigarettes. It was a different time. I'll tell you what time it was. Yeah, when I was, when Ryan, <laughs> when you were 11 years old, um, Van Halen had uh, just broken up. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, not, not too long after that, yeah. Like no, I, they were gone already. They, they broke up already by that point. David Lee Roth had his uh, solo career started by then. Well, yeah, he was he was trying. One of the best things in the book is that is the story of how he introduced that solo EP into like the Van Halen was still a band. They're like on the plane. He thought everybody was gonna be excited about it. Yeah, I started just... smoking during Just Like Living in Paradise. Yeah. Actually, he was just crazy from the heat. That's all. That's the EP's name, and that EP was a huge. It is? Uh, yes. Oh, I crazy was... from the heat. Sure. Mm. <laughs> There was an LP that followed that, I think, as is the custom. If you put out an EP, don't you usually follow it with an LP? I don't know. Ideally. He's like playing cassettes of to the band of him singing uh, California Girls. And they're like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> We're too polite to say anything, but uh, I think uh, everyone is fired. Everyone. That's it. What's up, Pete? What's hey, going man. on, man? What's up, dude? Which microphone are you on? Are you speaking into it? Mm. Are you sick too? He said yes. I was, but I'm coming over it. So. Mm. Got sick from fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but can you get a disease from fish? Other <laughs> aside from those ones that crawl up your dork? Oh, well, you have brain cells that are just lost by Mer being there. Yeah. Mercury mm. poisoning. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean actual fish in the water. Oh, I thought you meant the, <laughs> the band. You get. Uh, oh, you can get sick from that. Everybody knows yeah. that. A lot of the, those audience the members suffer from mercury and retrograde poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch that was very good, dude. Yeah. Well, See, uh, I'm gonna as your non-clinician, I'm gonna suggest. I think your brain is fine. That was good. I don't know what's going on in my life, man. Mercury must be Mercury must be in retrograde. It's retrograde. No, it's you're yeah. a loser. Is what's going on? Yeah, exactly. You're, done, you're at a fish yeah. concert. You're yeah. 50 years old. Go out and do something. <laughs> what's in, your fucking your fucking futures in retrograde. Just go out and rake the leaves. <laughs> Earn a living. Go outside, socialize, weirdo. I'm going to give you a prescription for Anastasio. Mm. I'm so, uh, <laughs> Anastasio may cause... <laughs> take 10 cc yeah. and call me in the morning. It cause brain damage. Premature death. <laughs> cancer of the knee. Dangerous stuff. <laughs> Pfizer. But it's like, don't yawn on my show. I will kick you right out of here. I just sat down. I kept them up, late. Like, up late last night. You want to go yawn somewhere, go to the fish oh, show. Oh, you bailed at the, uh, at the right time last night. I had to. Yeah, uh, that, that yeah, headliner was... Dan was not uh, yeah. was not happy. Windbreaker. Mm. Yeah, they were pretty bad. Windbreaker. Yeah. Mm. Where'd you guys go? <laughs> Hanks. Windbreaker messenger servers. Yeah. Some didn't uh, didn't uh, a regular stop. caller. Uh, uh -oh. uh, what's her name? Doris from. Uh... No, no. We have a really uh, 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 a caller, a, a ingenue, if you will, mm. who calls in. My mm. ingenue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some say it's Steven Soley, but I don't believe them. Oh, uh, you're talking about movie star Tilda Swintron? Yeah, I think Tilda Swintron was in Windbreaker, wasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> now available she broke, broke through <laughs> on New Line cassette, Beta VHS, Laserdisc. Mm. She lies on the beach there, I believe. That's her part. She just lies on the beach. Yeah, to break the wind. <sighs> but... They wake her up. Windbreaker is my favorite late uh, ACDC song. <laughs> <laughs> On the end. You can go to break your wind. Silent but deadly. <laughs> you can go to break your wind. <laughs> it's like the end of the song. John and I's favorite uh, fake uh, ACDC song is Ball Winder. 
<laughs> and it's all just reverse engineered. So at the end, like before when they're doing, oh, she's gonna wind your balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they hit that last note, and he, he just goes for the one last guy. He goes, she's gonna wind your balls. <laughs> and then it's into the next. <laughs> Best riff in rock and roll history is Riff Raff Pat. Is that correct? I am with you. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, your head is fine. I am right. I'm mm-hmm. usually right. You know what I? I was thinking about my head in this room. I can't remember like anything, mm. like ever. Like I was trying to think of like what? What do I remember about like a three-year span? Like you know, I don't know. Say ten years ago. Ooh. I can't like pick it. Well, you gotta sit down and do math. Do you? I do. Do regular people just like remember <laughs> things photographically <laughs> like that? Do like, people just sit around and reminisce all the time? Like Twenty four to twenty six. Do shit. Well, I found it a little disturbing that I, I can't remember like any of it. It's more short term. That freaks it all me seems out. the same. Yeah. Mm. Like two weeks ago, you should oh, do what more do I do? things. I, I should. <laughs> I should <laughs> create one. memories. <laughs> do stuff. I should join Van Halen mm. in nineteen seventy eight. Imagine. Uh, Ryan's Ryan's going for some sort of fucking thing here. Imagine Van Halen. He wants, to, he wants to see how long his head Ford cable. It. Ryan's like a... I don't want to miss a thing. Joe Satriano's with his wireless <laughs> Curly cord. This is Pat's favorite Van Halen song, Atomic Punk. No, it's not. I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Live. That's yeah, what I said. Like I bootlegged that myself in '78. I was three years old. I love he's always smoking two packs a day. I just love that <laughs> David, David, David Lee Roth is always surprised after the intro. He's like, "Wow, wow, can't believe the song started. Who knew? Wow. I don't act that surprised. You've been listening to fucking rehearsal for ages. <laughs> really good. You knew he turned out. <laughs> you knew he was that good. Don't act like you're surprised. Wow, who knew he could do that? Uh, Mr. Lee Rotha, I think we can actually give you five dollars <laughs> off this. Mr. Lee Rotha, Mr. Lee Rotha, I think we can give you five five dollars off this car wash. Wow, <laughs> you've earned a free wash with your Whoa. tenth. Wow, tenth visit. Anybody ever seen a guy wash a car like that? I've never seen anything like that before. Very excited about everything. <laughs> they recorded all his the parts overall. on the cyclone. You ever, you ever think like I read the second one and it's made of wood. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. Good. You ever think like David Lee Roth's night not excited about something? Like uh, uh, his girlfriend goes, uh, "Dave, I'm, 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 I'm pregnant," and he's like, "Whoa, whoa." Let's put like David Lee Roth in like you know like litigious situations and stuff like that. And it's like you've been charged with. He's like, "Wow, I've been sued many times by David Lee and Roth." <laughs> <laughs> Serving David Lee with papers. Celino and Barnes and David Lee Roth. It's our new marketing strategy. That guy, he is, he is a, uh, a renaissance man. He's an in EMT, Olympia. isn't he? He was an EMT in New York. He apparently, uh, according to my coworker, who I did not look this up on Google, uh, Tom, if you're listening, uh, he, I don't know, lives in the mountains. Doing like like training like Batman or something. I don't know. I, I know he's always into <laughs> your, like your coworker or David Lee Roth. Uh, I think DLR. they're training together, <laughs> uh, David Lee Roth. But I think that he was always into like martial arts and mm. weird mm. stuff. And uh, listen, I, I will say this: the guy's never been out of shape that I can think of. No, he's, yeah. he's always been slim. Mm-hmm. He's always been in shape. He, Just why can't he find a nice girl and settle down? Why can't I find a nice girl and settle down? He said it wrote me a letter. <laughs> like, seriously, you'd think at this stage. 
find a nice girl. You need to find a nice girl. Settle down. Relax. Hold hands. (laughs) Don't do coke off her ass. Just one night. (laughs) Just how about a walk to the Central Park? Yeah, you sure you don't want the coke on the ass? Are you sure? He's got like a coke blow dart in the fucking end table next to his bed. Look at the EpiPen for me. Being an ENT. Van Halen. EpiPen. Van Halen to me seemed like a band who was like, you know, basically functioning alcoholics and addicts. They they could pull it off every night. You know, I mean, pretty much. Yeah. I pull it off every night. <laughs> pull, it off, pull, it off, pull it off in the morning. I'm, I'm leaving the show early. It's my hangover cure. <laughs> You're leaving the show early to jail. Jail? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I gotta go. I'm leaving the show early, so I don't have to jail. I'm, I, this show's turning me on too much. I gotta get out of here. My man. I mean, you know. But they seemed like they maintained, even though they were a complete mess. And then look at the, eventually a band like, you know, who were we talking to a couple of weeks ago? The band just turns into like, you know, we're talking to Jimmy uh, Atkins guy from Jimmy Eat World. He didn't answer yeah. any of my questions. <laughs> he was good. He was okay. Yeah. But eventually the band kind of turns into a business, like a, a corporation where there's a shitload of money on the line and a shitload of jobs on the line for everybody. It's they go a, for Brinkibus. Yeah. Yeah. You think the Stones like each other? <laughs> right. <laughs> After this long? Has there been a band where that happened and they didn't start to kind of stink, though? I don't know. Well, I mean, like, you think about it, like, I mean, as far as, like, longevity is concerned and, like, longevity plus quality, I mean, like, Neil Young's pretty yeah, unfuckwithable. Yeah. Right, but, I mean, Neil Young, well, I guess he's kind yeah, of a business but even show, then, but... like... There's some clunkers there. Mm. <laughs> he's got a lot of material. All hits. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. You gotta I mean, be into it too. Yeah, <laughs> the certain car loads you don't want to put that yeah. on. For. That young man was a real flat. That was a bomb. <laughs> I was hearing about. Uh, yeah. I was hearing about Axl Rose. He's like the most responsible rock star these days. Axel. Yeah, he seems responsible. Like he's, he's like he's the first Rose. one. Sh- <laughs> he's the first one to show up for rehearsal. Oh, okay. And, uh, Can he be the, the first one out on stage for a fucking? Change? I really can't picture Axl Rose sitting in the rehearsal studio. Like, where the hell are these sitting guys? Up the four hundred one. He's sitting there going, "Fucking, where the hell am I? Ring things." Yeah, he's plugging in all the XLR cables. <laughs> If you're in Guns Where the hell is Aaron, Aaron Everly? I think that's how you like your drum mic. Uh, is that uh, good? Is that good for you? <laughs> if you're in Guns N' Roses, you could afford to be patient because if you're Axl Rose at this point, you go to rehearsal and there's like, you know. If you want to see Axl Rose perform, you need a little patient. Fruit plate and stuff. and You're made, you're made to be comfortable because there's people, uh, you know, kissing your ass because there's so much money on the line. It's mm-hmm. not like you're sitting in like the sweatshop in Williamsburg waiting for a bunch of jerks to show up. He's like the Woody Allen of rock. Don't make eye contact. Don't even look at him. He, Mr. A- Mr. Rose turns up when he wants to. I'm like, isn't his name Bailey? You're like, shut up. Shut up. You know where you are? say that. You're in the green room. Please sit down. Have a seat. Have mm. some fruit. It's fresh. Mm. Yeah. Enjoy. Mm. That's what maybe the problem is, that these people start having no like problems. No, you know what? I have a different fucking angle on it. Okay. I think that a lot of these fucking people wind up with assistants or whatever, and then the assistants just start fucking doing this shit just because they don't feel like dealing with it. Right. And so the assistants are just like, don't even make eye contact with them because that'll make my life a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you it know? has nothing to do with the guy yeah. never put uh, down a, a directive out to say. Yeah, that. exactly. You know, and then you hear fucking shit like, you know, where people are like, oh, no, he was really, really nice. You hear it was like, no, he was a 
dick. You wouldn't even make eye contact with her. Like, is that because some fucking 22-year-old came in and told you not to make eye contact with him? I got an idea. I'm going to go out on stage, and when there's 65,000 people out there, I'm going to go out after the show and make eye contact with each and every one of them. I got a wild idea. I'm going to fucking walk out and do my job. (laughs) And then go home. Right. Yeah. Earn a solid paycheck. Right. Yeah. Hey, guess what? It's day 200 of the tour. Yeah. Go F yourself, Steve <laughs> yeah. Johnson. Yeah, this, this whole weird philosophy about not being a dick to people who aren't being a dick to me. And it's if they're cool being not a to dick, be a tell dick, me you're being a dick. At some point, the band gets so works. big that, I mean, Van Halen, you can't go outside. You can't do it. I mean, I guess if you're David Lee Roth, you don't care. You're walking around the park to ride your well, bike. Dude, fuck this selfie thing. <laughs> what? Fuck this whole fucking <laughs> selfie thing. Seriously. Mm. Can I get a picture? Yeah, can I get a picture with you? Fucking bite me. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, leave these people alone. No, I won't. Leave Britney alone. <laughs> if I see Gilbert Reach, Godfrey down the street, Reach I will take a, sec- yeah. a second right. selfie and Regis. That goes double for Regis. <laughs> you can make a calendar for Regis. The best mm-hmm. selfie I took was with Chris Rock, who said no, and then he dropped his uh, iPad cloth on the floor, and I go, hey, man, you dropped this. <laughs> and I handed it back to him. He's like, thanks. I'm like, well, now you got to take a picture. He's like, oh, you're right. <laughs> you hoodwinked him. Did you, hoodwink. get, did you ever get turned down by anybody else? I got turned down by one. Pro- I got turned down by John Oliver. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And that was before his HBO show. He was still on the Daily Show at that point. Mm. Hello, uh, love. No, love, not today. Holy, you got, he was you like, got... sorry, I have to meet somebody. You know, and he just <laughs> did you call immigration? Because that's he, what I would <laughs> He continued I'm sorry, to just stay to London, London, mm. and uh, meet the Queen. Mm. I prefer that's to right. Fly, I fly in the Gatwick. <laughs> To avoid the mobs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everybody's looking for a piece missing. of John Oliver. <laughs> Just swim the English Channel. Everybody wants a piece of John Oliver. <laughs> yes, like, I got turned down like by Howard, Howard, Howard Stern, Ryan. You right, because you went to the park. He was going to the park, rather. And it was just me and him. I'm like, hey, man. He goes, that was the family best. Emergency? I have an emergency with my family. <laughs> and he ran away from me, and he was dre- he had a cooler and was dressed for a picnic. Something tells me any, any, any emergency in Howard's family is directly related to Howard's behavior. <laughs> the emergency in his family was he had to get the hell away from me. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. I'm sorry, I got a fa- I got a family emergency. I had to try it. I was walking. He walked right past me, and then I go, oh, yeah. shit, that was Howard Stern. I'm going to follow him now like a weirdo and ask for a picture. And then, uh, according to FUD, the next day, he was on the radio screaming about it. Why do people want pictures? There's <laughs> <laughs> people for you. FUD's probably the last person who listens to him. So. That's right. At the 9 FUD's o'clock. FUD's demographic. <laughs> FUD's 68, right? Every, yeah. Listen, I told FUD, I haven't listened to Stern in five years since I started the show. Every day, I told you, because you're listening to this, this morning. <laughs> oh, I go, no, I told no. you I haven't listened to it. You hit, you hit a show this morning? I'm like, no, well, I didn't. You? I hear, hear this show, and at the 9 o'clock hour, we're going to have Noel Monk. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. Live, Seamless. author of Running Aren't you glad I'm back? with the Devil. No, he no is. Monk by the Suckers? Noel E. Monk No is, more Monk by the Suckers. Uh, uh, Noel, Noel is the tour and man, uh, personal manager for Van Halen, 78 to 85, the only years that matter, in my opinion. So that was the first tour, right? Or was it's everything. Yeah, it's the beginning to, the till the uh, to departure the of David were, Lee Roth. When they were opening for Sabbath. Yeah. Mm. Um, the last Which actually, tour, speaking of No, I think legs, it was Ozzy. I think the last tour was Monsters of Rock. Mm. No, no, no. I'm talking early on. Oh. They opened for Sabbath. Like Blue, and Blue Sabbath. If you, no, but I'm serious. Like, I'm not like a big bootleg dork, but... Like you want to go back at like those fucking shows like where they're opening up for uh, for Sabbath, 
Yeah. Like, they're playing in England, like, in these fucking little places or whatever. And the very yeah, second... No, they no. Fuck, no, but the whole crowd's like... Eh, blah, blah, blah. It's and me, John second, Oliver. And the very second the band starts, everybody's like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, the whole crowd just shuts the fuck up. They're like, what the hell just happened? They're kind like, of... <laughs> like, the songs will stop, and there's like a fucking 10-second pause before everybody's like... <laughs> what the H? They're kind of most, the, maybe the most like American ass band ever. <laughs> they just screamed American. More than Aerosmith. What the fuck? When Collette came out here before, she's like, What's your favorite Van Halen song? I immediately said, Mean Street. Because uh, not only because the song's great, because of also the, uh, the, the, the guitar intro in that is something that I've never heard before and haven't heard since. And she's just shaking her head going, No. She goes, what's that one where he goes, no, no, keep him on, keep him on. <laughs> Anima? Well, uh, Dance the Night Away? Um, uh, Dirty Movies? Uh, everybody <laughs> Wants Some. Oh, wow. She's like, yeah, that's the best song, and then she left. Just <laughs> <laughs> try pulling that line on her, John. <laughs> try pulling that line. Yeah. Um, we need to take a no, no. break, no? Keep him on. No. <laughs> no, no, keep the show on, man. Keep it on. It's got to go. Tommy Rockstar's here. We could talk to Tommy for a couple minutes, and then we'll take a 10-minute break before we talk oh. to Noel Monk, um, who's practically a member of Van Halen. He was there for the whole thing. Practically. What's up, Tommy? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? There's a gun in my seat. Oh. I, I was going to tell you not to talk about that. <laughs> That's a BB rifle. Dude. I figured as much. It's for sure. I was going to shoot a squirrel live in the air right in front of you <laughs> to make you cry. I got a gun, dude. What? I got a BB gun upstate. Oh, it's not really yeah, a BB gun. Yeah, I, I don't have the balls to get like a real gun, but I no, have, don't. You can have a BB gun upstate. What? You're only gonna shoot yourself, you right? Know. What if I get like rubber bullets? Can I do that? Why? Yeah. That way I could like ward someone off, but so like, you can, like, like kill only, them. They're, they're worse. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. worse. You horribly uh, injure someone. Yeah. Ward someone off. Why don't you just get blanks if you want to make noise or something? Oh, is that yeah. how that works? No, if you live in a country house, what you really need though is a shotgun. That's that that would right. be your weapon of choice. Dude, I was up there. Spent a lot of my formative years in the west of Ireland. Don't tell me about rubber bullets. Well, what? A- <laughs> Dude, I, I'm not I'm not a gu- I'm not a gun guy, but if you're not in- as bad, well, no, they don't sound as bad it's on paper. Aren't they better than it's real bullets? Dude, you know you oh, should no. get. No, no, they don't break up like way worse than regular bullets at all. <laughs> They don't like completely explode once they get inside your body. Dude, and you totally should... kneecap you. I know. You should get you should get ninja stars. Yeah. Oh, I used to yeah, have those as a kid. Stars. I used yeah. to have a grappling hook. You guys yeah. ever have a grappling yeah. hook? Yeah. Did you ever make it like yeah, even like get, two feet up the get, wall? You get the palm yes. hooks? No. <laughs> crawl up the fucking and nunchucks, wall. Nunchucks, though. Mm-hmm. Like no, American I couldn't get a foot up. Too. Like <laughs> reckoning. Blackjack. No, right? dude, some dude walked into my fucking yard the other day, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? And it was not Bob number one or Bob number two. Mm. And I'm like, who is this? He's like, I'm, I'm Donnie. Is there a third Bob? Uh, Donnie? Yeah, Donnie. It's like old man, he was like, and he's like, Shitty I live up on the mountain. Donnie. Well, he was in your backyard <laughs> on your property? Himself? We, were, we were like done working all weekend, and he just started coming down the ridge, and Leah's like, is that Bob? I'm like, that's not Bob, he's too skinny. And this dude just like walked up. He's like, "How's it going? I live up the mountain." And he just walked onto my. Property. A lot of work going on down there. Yeah. I'm fixing to go see what these rock stars are. <laughs> exactly. The my the God, that's weird, dude. Yeah, I don't like that. That's why I'm worried. Yeah, so that. how's Donnie? Well, Donnie told me that like the power went out in my house when I wasn't even there, and he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "It looks like somebody siphoned all the gas yeah. at your generator." Oh, it looks a coincidence. That was weird. He came in and he was like, I you know, know there's ghosts who siphon <laughs> gas around Looks generators like up here in these hills. Someone milked all your cows, too. Well, that's what mm. he said. He said, well, me. <laughs> he noticed like that there was like an emergency stole light. all your fire. <laughs> I have a septic Looks tent. like somebody's living in your house, too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind my pajamas, but I just mm. stopped in. I think you got a g- 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 
<laughs> ghost. That's what he looked. He sounded just like that, dude. I'm telling you. But we have like the septic tank, which got like an emergency light. If like fills up too much, he would have got away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. And he was saying that like that shit went off, and he's like, he noticed like all the power went on the whole road, and so he came over to check it out, but I wasn't here, so he wasn't sure if it was like a ghost. That it was real estate developers, John. That is the classic neighbor move to see what you're up to exactly the power went out he goes this is perfect so now i can go over and check out what happened come down make use, sure you're not doing better than me <laughs> right. yeah. use that as the cover and tell you listen i came down. so i'm gonna go into town tell everybody exactly you're an asshole under the guise of concern he comes down to the valley and and he looks in your windows and sees like if you, you, just, you right. have like you know weird stuff hanging around i don't know dude we're so, like a mountaintop so it's not that easy to get to what do you do do you have the one of those devices top. that uh the lights come on at like six, and then they go out at eleven, like my grandfather used to do. Well, I, I got like a motion sensor light, so if you go so that's for the outside, yeah. no, you should get that like thing in inside, yeah, because he used to go. To, he was like the, the first person yeah. ever to be a snowbird going to Florida. Really? Yeah, he that's how he did in like it. Like nineteen fifty nine well, or something. It's funny you say that because Bob <laughs> still pissed at all the noobs. <laughs> yeah. We noticed Bob number two has that shit in there because his lights keep being on at night, but his truck's not around, so that means yeah. he's like down in Florida. Mm-hmm. But exactly, yeah. So like it's a thing you plug into you, you plug it into the wall, you plug your light into it, and it looks like a dial. Let me ask you this. Dad used to have it. Now that you see Donnie, yeah. did you confront the other two bombs? Like, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell me about Donnie? What's well, up with this Donnie guy? And they're like, oh, that's just old Donnie. Exactly. <laughs> we used to have a boy band back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little nosy, but he keeps the bears away. <laughs> that's We're rough. <laughs> Donnie said he, <laughs> was, well. he knew Bob, but he didn't want to comment on him because I think there's some sort of riff going on there. But then he said him and Bob were talking about me when they came onto my property together, so they're like tag teaming that shit, dude. It's weird that like the less <laughs> people, talk the, about le- you. the less dense the population is, the more people right. fight. The more dense they are. Like there could be three people. Like there's, there's four people. There's Tommy, Donnie, Bob, and Bob, and they live in like the, within acres of each other. And they all they're all fighting. <laughs> I know. Mm. There's like feuds. It's, it's not like you're throwing. You, you could even throw an egg and hit Don, uh, Donnie's hand. They're just mad. Dude, Get they, off they, land. Do they ever call mad. you Grizzly Adams by any chance? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But this guy. Dude, he looks like he was like Johnny a Johnny Rock and Roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like a haggard old like Florida man, you know. And he looked like he was like 52. And he's like, I'm all 74 years old. And I'm like, How the fuck do you, are you 74, dude? You look like you're 57. And he does work. Yeah, he's all like leathery skin and like hit old Yankees T-shirt on. And he just looked walked onto my property. Yeah, that's all sun mowing the lawn. He looked and, walked yeah, on. Yeah, he looked walked on. <laughs> dude, I moved like a thousand. You sure, that wasn't actually Merle Haggard. <laughs> Haggard. Did you get your uh, BB gun and say, "Get off my <laughs> land"? Get off my land, or I'll give you the bruising of a lifetime. <laughs> now get. You <laughs> get. I'm telling you. I right. pump it four times. It could break skin. <laughs> Tommy's too nice. He probably yeah. Donnie's living in the house. <laughs> <laughs> he can't say no. You're out of no, milk. He, yeah. No, he, <laughs> he, he he tends to that weird fireplace thing that I bought. <laughs> <laughs> bring that up. Bring bring up Kazuga says. Kazuga says. Uh, running with Kazuga says he's like uh, <laughs> like Wilson and your Wilson and Homer Proven. Remember the guy who used to like yeah, put yeah. his right. put his face over the fence to make sure <laughs> Tim uh, Allen wasn't oh, doing. No, you can't blood. put up. You can't put up a fence. A no, fence. That's fucking aggression, dude. Can I just right? Can I just vent for a second? The previous owner no. must have left at least like three tons of trash on the property. Mm. And I, all I've been doing all weekend is just moving Bring it more into the boat. <laughs> no. I'm, dude, I moved yeah, so latex much Latex generation trash. CDs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Latex solo album. Sharpie out my credit before you throw all of those out. Dude, we moved so much junk into that <laughs> stupid two boat. bulldozers. What boat? There was an old boat on the property that the previous owner left that too. That's another 2,000 pounds of trash you on the property. We filled it up with junk? We filled it with junk. It's a moving dumpster. Mm. So old boat is my favorite whiskey. I mm. saw old boat. 
They played one on Set Park. Nah, yeah, they played one of those Todd P. parties. Dude, <laughs> I think they were originally from Delaware or something. John, we took, it, we took an air conditioner, and we lifted it up, and I hurled it on the boat. It was the last piece of You're trash. supposed to put that in the window. No. <laughs> no, it came out of the window. And I fucking looked back, and a fucking snake came out of the air conditioner Ooh. and popped around and looked at me so like, what are you to, doing? You're supposed yeah. to pop that. Exactly, and the snake's like... Yeah. That, little does that snake know that you if, need to remove that R one thirty. You didn't remove. <laughs> you didn't remove the refrigerant. The snake could that report RNG, you. Not the food exactly. The ten thousand bucks. I'm right waiting there. at the dump. Mm. They're going to be like, nope, no snakes, no refrigerant. Listen, we mm. got to take a quick break. We, we That's really a snake do. sucking refrigerant guy. In five <laughs> minutes, we'll be back with no, no monk. Yeah, baby. Author of Running with the Devil, the book about Van Halen. He was their tour manager. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited. Back after this, Mikey. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh boy. Hello, uh, Noel. Brad. Yeah. Uh, well, this is John. Hi. I, how you doing? Good. How are you, Noel? I'm You're sorry? On, How are you, Noel? This is John. You're on the air. Brad is a uh, the our liaison uh, Booker. He won't be uh, on the air, but thank you. <laughs> All right, John. You so, can, John, you can call who me. Who am I talking to? This is John. John Houlihan. Okay. Of, All right. We're in. Hi there, Van Halen fans. Yeah. How's it going, Noel? Uh, we're here in. Uh, I'm John. We're here in Queens. I'm on the air with a, a bunch of guys in here who are very excited. There's Tommy, Ryan, Pat, Pete, and uh, Mario, who's not here yet. So we're very excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's my pleasure. I, I, I enjoy it. I like talking about my old band. For the audience, uh, we're talking to Noel Monk. He was the tour manager and personal manager of Van Halen, 1978 to 85. Those are the golden years. He's the author of the new book, Running with the Devil, available on Day Street Publishing uh, and fine bookstores everywhere. The book's pretty new, right? Uh, how's the book uh, tour going? The book selling? I love the Actually, book. Actually, it's doing very well. Yeah. It's, it's doing extremely well. Um, I have to say that the fans, the Van Halen fans, and actually a lot of other people um, have really driven the book up, and it's it's just doing great. The book is... Um, and I'm having a good time because I get to talk to people like you, and I don't just sit and read books. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, we have to sit and read your book. How long have you been waiting to... Did you always feel like you had it in the back of your mind to write the book, but you couldn't because of the legal reasons? Uh, no, I had it in the back of my mind. The legal thing was minimal. I don't talk about it because I really can't. Right. Um, but after I wrote 12 Days on the Road, The Sex Pistols in America in 1990, yes. I decided I would... Um, write the Van Halen book and off and on I wrote stories and, and then I would talk to people and uh, I would do um, transcriptions and then about three, three and a half years ago I got a hold of 
uh, a guy at Harper Collins who actually did my 12 days book, a guy named Matt Harper, not a connection. Yeah. Wonderful guy. And, uh, it was a cold call. He said, no, you got some really fascinating stories. We just might have a book here. And so a year later, um, we had a contract and, uh, he gave me an agent and the agent got me Joe Layden. Right. And, uh, I'm an okay writer, but he's brilliant. He's written 30 books. I was just about to and, mention that the guy, the book is very well written. Like a lot of rock and roll books kind of could maybe they're throwing the book is written very well it's easy to read and it's it's intelligent you know it's it's I, and i was going to ask you if it, you dictate that or do you like how how does the process work where you and joe work together do you just tell him the stories and he kind of works it out and you say okay that's a, how it went because it's it's i was surprised at how well written the book is well that's because of joe Layton. he writes like butter and the way it works, frankly, is very simple. I was turned on to Joe. We sat and talked for a couple hours over a couple days, and we liked each other. In a year and a quarter of writing the book, we never had one argument. And uh, this was not the case with my first book. He's a <laughs> wonderful guy to work with. People are pleading to get him. And so Joe and I spent about a year and a quarter, and the way it works is basically uh, we talked a couple days, and then um, he wanted to do it sequentially from beginning to end. Right. Great. So you got to understand I'm a pack rat. Uh, I collected every piece of paper since the Fillmore. That's awesome. wow. You know, I've got Janice Joplin's mic plot when I was mixing her and pouring her Southern Comfort. So with Van Halen, I had 200 files. I had pictures. I had just a plethora of, of stuff to work from. And my wife, who I met in 81 and married in, in 83, was on the 84 tour. Right. I was. Is it? So, it's got to be hard to I'm be. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. You know, when you get, how do you? If you're pretty much like a member of Van Halen at this point, and if you're a girlfriend or you gain a girlfriend or a wife in this in this time, as some of the band members did too, is it unreasonable to? I mean, like you know, I'm in Van Halen. <laughs> uh, we're gonna fool around. Is, is that was that like a a, a known commodity? Thing? Yeah. Was it like an understood? Yeah. Uh, she didn't know who Van Halen was. Her brother had to tell her. <laughs> she knew. Uh, and it was like, uh, you know with who? Van what? She was from Queens. And, That's where we're broadcasting yeah. from right now. Jan is from Queens. Yeah. What part of Queens? And uh, So her brother David, who's actually in the book, he's the one who threw up at the US Festival. Um, <laughs> and actually, if you looked at the show, you should have thrown up. Um, the band 
in my, all my years with them, and I was on the road with them 92% of the time and the first year every show, they never messed up a show. Right. Wow. But pay us too much money and we will screw it up. <laughs> and we did. How did they how did they do that? How did they not mess up a show being uh, towards the end where the alcoholism gets really heavy and it, I mean, you know, super heavy where uh, Alex very conscientious. They were very um how can I say it? Their work ethic was incredible on the stage. Backstage was different. But when they hit that deck they were great. I don't think I saw one bad show the funny, except the Us Festival. I don't want to uh, give away too much. Uh, in the book, when you, when you said that uh, Alex Van Halen at the time when they were playing live and he would pour the beers over his head and drink all these beers, that was like the most sober time of the day for that guy. Cause it was, uh, yes, it was. Because it was <laughs> just beer. <laughs> the book is... Uh, yeah, and basically... It didn't affect their playing or their moving. I mean, David would jump off the drum riser 15 feet in the air, do a perfect split, and yeah. land. <laughs> and uh, that's between Edward and David, to my mind, that's Van Halen. If you, you look, know, if you, you can have a Van Sharon, you can have a Van whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> but take one of them away, you can't take it away. But what about... Brilliant. Do you, I'm it, sorry. Do you think that Michael Anthony was very important? Because as a Michael, fan, as a fan, was, I find Michael Anthony to be extremely important, to, especially that sound on their choruses. And, agreed. Right. Is, it, you know, is the background vocals of Michael Anthony a replaceable thing? I in my mind, it's not. Uh, they were very hard to replace, and he got, screwed. as you know, little credit. And yes, he got screwed like I did. Why didn't yeah. he? Why didn't and, he? Why did? Why didn't he fight back so much? Why did? Why did he just go along? Too much of a nice guy, huh? He was a very nice guy. He was the only guy who never gave me a problem. He was a stand-up guy, to his. Uh, high school sweetheart, and he married her. And, you know, after he got married, I got married, we toned it down. <laughs> but Michael um, was almost too nice. He didn't know how to fight back. Had he done, all of them would come to me and say, no, what do I do? I, I've got a paternity suit. Um, what do I do? I got the clap for the eighth time. Um, I got hepatitis from know, a bloody uh, rolled up hundred. Yeah. And that was going around too. Hepatitis C was everywhere. Oh. You know, because they blame rock and rollers for doing their drugs. But I'm sorry, everybody on Wall Street yep. to Main Street was doing cocaine. Yeah. It was and uh, it wasn't 80s. just rock. We got the, the blame for it, but you couldn't go into a lawyer's office where he didn't have a cold. Yes, a lot of colds. 
Um, you know, but Michael, if he had come to me, I would have said, Michael, take that piece of paper, tear it up, throw it in their face. Uh, you're going to lose millions. Right. This was in the middle of the tour mm. after the record was out. And it was the second well, first biggest record they had outside of the first one. That's 1984. And then tell them you're taking a vacation. You can't play tonight. Yeah. And it would have been different. What Noel's talking. But he never came to me. For the audience, what Noel's talking about is uh, at some point, Van Halen, after, the, after 1984 came out, they said to Michael Anthony, well, listen, you're, don't write songs and you're not going to get any of the royalties anymore. And also retroactively, you're not going to get any future royalties from 1984. Do I have that correct? And it was just like. The, you got that correct. I know bands have that, that. That's like. But a, isn't it funny that that Al didn't write any songs or any mm-hmm. music, and no that's one said a word? A and Michael was essential with his voice. Mm. Sure. You know, um, that voice was incredible. It was beautiful. It really backed up David. Um. And Al was one of the biggest ones to push him out. And if his name wasn't Van Halen, he would have gone the way of Michael. But Ed was so messed up and run by Al. I mean, their penises were tied together. <laughs> you know, the, when you, 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 you tend to listen to your older brother, you know. So. Hey, no. Uh... Well... Hey, no, can I'm sorry, I, go ahead. Go ahead, yeah, sorry. Yeah, this is Mario. I, I had a lot to ask you about, but oh, much good. later. But right on that, when, you, when we said we're talking about him getting screwed, you said, like I did. And sort of that was prophetic because it kind of happened to you, too. You kind of said yes. that. In, I was reading, you said, they even did a line audit for all seven years, and to rub my nose for it, they made me pay for my share One-fifth. What does that mean? You, they went back in time and made you pay him back? or what No, did, he had to pay one. No, no, I had to pay for the audit. It went five ways, and I had to pay 20% oh. Oh, to I prove get... that I didn't mm. take a penny. And if you know the business, when a manager splits with a band, they both sue each other. But the manager is always sued because he usually is stealing and not doing <laughs> a good job. I was never sued. They could not sue me for anything. I didn't take a nickel. And frankly, I did a really good job if I do say so. Well, you you were very confident going into these when they brought you into these meetings and stuff because you knew you had done it completely by the book. Yeah, absolutely. That That was always, you know, my lothing going back to working with Bill Graham who was my mentor. The funny wow. thing about no- tough yeah. a guy as he was, he was a wonderful guy to work for. Yeah. How honest do you, how do you meet, how do you meet Bill Graham? How do you set that up? I mean you're coming out of the service, right? You served in Nam? Is that Uh no, that is you're not one of the things that a writer decided to put in his book. Oh, uh, so I'm thinking it's like... Uh, I also died eight years ago. <laughs> um, and I um, still uh, wonder how I did that. No, I came back from the dead. So, <laughs> I mean, if you were there and, and you never saw the band, how do you write about them? Mm-hmm. Noel's contract you know, was... 
was find it, a lot of people now writing about them and they don't know about them. Right. You were there. You were on the planes. You were on the buses. You were there for the entire thing. Lots of buses. It's like a family. I, and I, then, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel bad that they. Excuse <laughs> me. Hey, speaking of Noel's po- contract, by the way, was really terrible. It was month to month for the entire time he worked for Van Halen. Awful. So finally, he asked for like a seven-year uh, contract, knowing full well that they could fire him at any time. And uh, then, you know, what happens then, Noel? Well, I asked for it three times, and they'd say absolutely. They promised me that at the beginning, and they never gave it to me. Mm. And I really, I mean, I love these guys. We were. There was five of us, and we watched each other's back. And for three or four years, it was we were very tight. But then greed came in, mm. and um, I left. David left, and the band broke up. The kind are of the and one of them. I'm sorry. Are you are you friendly with with any of no. the band members now? You're right about that. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I think I have. No, I, I've been I've been actually offered to come to dinner with him many times. Wow. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> I have I have the tweet from David Lee Roth here. Noel. Uh oh. He's answered. Number one is yes. Number two, probably. And number three, my lawyer says I can't remember. Mm. And that was his, his reaction to your book. Cute. I thought it, it was a sweet thing to say. In advance he said of nothing, book. of course. Um, but then Dave is like that. You, right. know? you got along with Dave okay, mm-hmm. pretty much, though. But you had to I got be- along with Dave very well, I would say half the time. The half the time <laughs> he was a human being. Right. And Do you uh, think- the other half, uh, I had a problem. Maybe you saying uh, you saying in the David book. was very bright. Yeah, smart you know, guy. He and Peter did those videos. I took nothing away from what they did. Um, Edward was a genius, Edward. brilliant guitar player. Mm-hmm. But think about it this way, folks: What if your younger brother got incredible praise? And you never could get an interview. Right. And Al was that problem. Well, there was mm-hmm. a, He got no recognition because he was a good drummer. He's okay. But he was nobody rich. Right. No. I mean, you, you know, but I'm, su- I'm surprised and, that you said you know, that in the book because I always felt like Alex Van Halen was kind of a, media- a mediocre drummer. And when I read it in the book, I go, oh, man, see, someone else finally agrees with me. He's not that good. <laughs> He's good. He's, He's not. He, would, he wouldn't. I mean, he rode on Edward's coattails, the Velcro. I mean, you could see it stuck all over him. Wow. Um, mm. You know, and it's unfortunate because Edward was, by that time, by 83, 84, not in control of himself. Uh, right. And Al was a mean drunk. Oh boy, mm. he was a very mean guy. Well, actually, wasn't it true that their um, their father was an alcoholic, so that didn't help things from the from the get go? Together, Jan was, but but even I spent a lot of time with Jan. We used to go shooting together. We didn't shoot anybody, but we were drunk enough <laughs> to. Uh, 
And Jan and I, he would tell stories that were more exciting than mine. You know, he was a musician. And in the Second World War, he played for the troops. He was a great guy. Happened to be an alcoholic, but he was a nice alcoholic. We're talking to Noel Monk, um, um, author of Running with the Devil. I just need to mention this, Noel, that you've sold three books on the chat box, they say, so far. So there you go. There's three books. <laughs> there you go. Right in the cash box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe. Does that it. mean I'm fired? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're going to make They're hiring you month to month. Not again. <laughs> sign, sign this piece of paper. You want to do some advertising? Yeah, yeah sure. Just did. You could no. Go ahead, do some advertising. You do Chevy, right? Yeah, Chevy, the new Chevy Cavalero is coming out this year. Yeah. Yeah, we do I, all I thought so. Anyhow, Co- companies pay us not to advertise money. for them. We don't advertise, Noel. They, they pay us not to advertise. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> we want to advertise for you. Well, when you get jerks like me on, who's going to listen to them? <laughs> uh, a lot of people, I, I'm fascinated. I was, I'm so psyched up for uh, talking to you about the Van Halen stories. I really am. I think a lot of people are really I should tell interested. you about, about Bonnie Raitt or Okay. Ashley. How about, I mean, you got to understand, I worked 25 years in the business. How'd you get started? And Yeah, that's a good deal. I started in... 68. I went to work for Bill. I was a sound man. How because in, I, I, I was in college. I ran the college theater. I learned my trade at the Westport Country Playhouse. Oh, wow. I, I was a tech director, a sound guy, a lighting guy. I wanted to be a, a director, but it turned out that I was a great couch director <laughs> uh. <laughs> if you know what that means oh like you with the ladies a girl uh hired around me I was, so i decided i'm not going to be a director <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and at that point um i really love sound and i love stage managing hmm. and uh i then started taking bands out on the road and I was hired by record companies. I mean, I do Tom Waits and Bonnie Raitt and uh, James Taylor and Johnny Cash and the Rolling Stones. And I love getting drunk with with um, Keith Richards, Pink uh, Well, with everybody, but no. <laughs> <laughs> you should be getting live with us. Who's the sorry? who's the best rock and roll star you ever got drunk with? Who's your favorite to hang out oh, with and drink? So many of them. Um, <laughs> I think the nicest bunch of guys, and we all got pretty well plastered. Was was um, the Moody Blues? Whoa. <laughs> Never met a nicer bunch, wow. more yeah, a wonderful much. band to work with, and a great bunch of musicians. And I've I've lived in Wolverhampton in England for a year or two. And then I moved to Denmark and worked for a band named Gasoline. You probably never heard of them, but in a country of five million people, they sold three million albums. Wow, that's almost the whole uh, country. The guy Pete here knows of them. Yeah, I've heard of that. They're yeah, they're Danes, aren't they? Yeah. Great Danes. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Kim Larson is still touring. He's a 
superstar. And Kim and I got along really well. And, well, the whole band and I did, but he was the star of the, of the, of the band. So I traveled the world and um, would work with Chunky, Novi, and Ernie. You know them. But what was... What Maybe was, you don't. <laughs> no, we do. I'm sorry. Yeah, but what, what, what was your role with them? Were you just were you, were you a wrangler? Were you I a, was a, a babysitter? I was a manager. Uh-huh. So you were making sure everybody Johnny got there Cash, on time? Or? I was his sound man. Mm-hmm. It depended what they needed. I right. did security. Mm-hmm. You know, you need something, I'll do it for you. And, um, well, up to a point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, when you, when you end up working for Van Halen in all these different capacities, now you're a fixer, you're a guy who keeps, you know, uh, women and hangers on away and this and that. And when you were a fixer for Van Halen, and, and by fixer, I mean like if they destroyed a hotel room, you would have to go in and try to make things right. Was it, was, was that, did, I, I did that try? I had to make it right. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, we didn't leave town. Was that the hardest part of the job? Um, you know, trying no, to get, you, know... you got to understand, I was no angel. <laughs> right. No. Um, I occasionally trashed a room or two, um, you know, chasing bootleggers. I ended up in jail with my 11 security guys. I mean, actually, no, can you talk out of it? Can you talk about that? What was it like to chase bootleggers for Van Halen? Well, we were the first act to get a nationwide federal injunction to confiscate shirts. Uh, they were killing wow. us. In 79, we would make 5000 inside. They'd make 50000 outside. This oh, was man. not going to continue. That's crazy. So once we started, I, I had about 12 guys. I became a, actually a bonded U.S. Marshal. Wow. Mm. You know, I, had, I could carry a gun. I had a badge. Um, you know, I was very tight with the police. And if you noticed, we never got arrested. Isn't that weird? (laughs) (laughs) The only time something ever happened is David, I think, got arrested for buying a nickel bag. Right. He was not under my protection. Well, I got got news for you. It was my cousin who collared him. (laughs) Was it? Pat's Pat's cousin is a sergeant in the police department. Yes, yes. It was my cousin who collared him, yeah. Washington Square? It was an election year. Yeah, and he was was like apologetic. He's like, look, you have to understand my sergeant's right over there. We're doing a sweep today. Wow. Why couldn't you just send a a bellboy down to buy? He's like, I don't know, man. I was outside. It was a nice day. I like to, after like, you know, 30 years of having anything at your fingertips, um, you know, you still have to go buy a $5 bag of oregano in Washington Square Park once in a while. No, no. Dave Dave still claims to this day. He goes, goes, no. He's like, I didn't. He goes, it was just a nice day and somebody offered me weed. I was like, yeah, Yeah. weed would be nice. Oh, you got swept up. Yeah. Mm. Hey, David man. always has a story. <laughs> Did you find it hard well, to... Well, that's that's coming from my cousin, so I believe it. You said that Dave was a hard... I believe your cousin. I have a I'm question. I'm not sure I believe David. I have a question about David. Why can't he settle down and find a nice girl? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty simple. Uh-oh. You find me someone who could last more than five days. <laughs> Amen. And basically, he couldn't. I mean, 
The one girl he had for seven days. He's a lot to she take. She was gorgeous. He's counting days, not years. Um, days, days. You know, you had to look in the mirror less than he did to go out with him. It's and hard the when the mirror's on the coffee table. The but at the same time, I was reading in the book that he was a bit of a control freak. Is that true? No. Really? <laughs> David Lee Roth does have a girlfriend. It's David Lee yes, Roth. Yes, he was a control freak. Mm. But you had a couple of control con- control freaks in that band, right? Including me. Right. I don't, you know. Well, that was your job. To, you know, you had to be in control as a manager, and um, you know, since I I opened up a a t-shirt company for them normally you made 25 percent on a dollar my company was making 50 percent on a dollar we know were you printing those course, like a smuck i gave them 80 percent of it and i was there so when we broke up i didn't get any of it when, no, were you overseeing the actual production of those shirts, or you were just just like, how, did you? Oh actually... no, it was my company. I bought the shirts. Oh man, I I he was making them in his garage I had in Albertson. Printed in my own factory. <laughs> On site. You had your own factory. It was one of my companies. Wow. What was it called? What was the factory called? Uh, PMC Manufacturing. Oh, amazing. Put that... Monk in charge. And that's what I do for a living. I'm 20 years in the merch business. And then eventually Van Halen shut you out of the merch too. Absolutely. I, I, I was making them a fortune. Mm. And they just shut it down for me. They uh, took it all. They sold everything. But I got 100% of nothing, so, you know, <laughs> I can't complain. Coming out on top. <laughs> I would be remiss to say I wanted to talk not just about Van Halen, but you spent the extraordinary 12 days with the Pistols. And... Uh, when we talk about Van Halen, a lot of people that age, we were into the 60s rock, the Jimi Hendrix, the Stones, and all that. But when uh, the newer second wave came out, like Van Halen, we kind of weren't really interested in listening to them. It was really the punk songs that got us getting in the face with our friends, the musicians, and everyone was right in front of you. So how did you get the job, and how do you compare the Pistols to a, a group like Van Halen, which is like punk, you know, Punk rock versus this cock rock kind of like in-your-face mentality, second generation. Oh, we were in your face as Van Halen, and Sid and I were in your face (laughs) as the Pistols. Um, You you know, these guys aren't shy. You get up in front of 15,000 people and be shy. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to give them credit. No, it wasn't. You know, it's very difficult to get up there. And the Pistols, I loved them. Uh, Sid and I were very close friends. I got the gig because I worked for Warner Brothers. It was a Warner Brothers act. They paid me a monstrous $500 a week. I mean, I was rolling in money. Um, and then the next band, uh, they brought this new act on, and I had never heard of them, but sure, I'll take on Van Halen. Um, so I took him on, and as their road manager, and normally acts didn't last more than five or six weeks. Right. Um, even great acts like Chunky Novi and Ernie and the Death School, and I, I would take anyone out, and I loved every band I had. But how? how I had to, you know. I'm sorry. What? 
I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I have, I have another cop tie-in uh, to the Pistols <laughs> in that uh, uh, Sid and Nancy, that was my uncle's case. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're well connected really? with, with yeah, NYPD. Yeah, I'm, I'm as serious as a heart attack. Can he's, I get a PDA in, card? He's in the, in the actual The Filth and the Fury in the film. That's my uncle, Tom Kilroy. Mm. And his son is the guy who collared Dave for the Nickelback. Tommy Kilroy. But, <laughs> um, one, two punch. Hi, yeah. God, I'm not mm. going near you guys. You should befriend me. Like, this is a sting operation. No, mm. I mean. But, but I mean, nah. but but overall, how how was wrangling that entire that tour of the South, which was clearly obviously designed to annoy? Yeah, well, we booked premiere booked with me the North and the South, and Malcolm, who was a manipulator, yes. decided to get their passports on the way to the airport because he didn't <laughs> want to do the North. So for some reason, we couldn't get the passports. They came for the Southern tour. And um, they were polar opposites, Van Halen and the Pistols. Sure. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I got along with them fine. I got along with most musicians, almost all of them. When you were doing the, uh, it's a, if it's when if you it, were doing the well, Pistols tour, did you ever feel physically in danger? Like, oh man, this is just a bad idea. We're going into the South. These guys are gonna, you know, hate us. Well, if you read my book, you'll know I was in <laughs> physical danger, and so were the people who were up against me. Hmm. Can you tell us about uh, if the? Uh, gym? But if it's if, if it's any if it's any consolation uh, in, in in regards to Sid. My, uh, it was my uncle's case, <laughs> and my uncle pulled me aside multiple times and said, "There's absolutely no way that kid did that." He pulled me over multiple times. He didn't times do though. it. I can give you a simple way to prove it. All right. Uh -oh. Have you ever seen a drug addict, a junkie, a guy who's doing heroin, mm -hmm. shoot up and be unhappy? <laughs> right. Fair point. And feel like killing somebody. And no. I was raised around them because I, I was raised in a tough neighborhood in Manhattan. Right. Where? Well, I never saw guy. anybody in my close buddy friends who was the least bit antagonistic when they right, shot right. up. No. When he, they said he shot up and then killed her. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way. So who do you think did it? Well, when I was doing, uh, uh, it was Tom Waits, and he was saying it was Chelsea. <laughs> it had to be OJ. No, really? Wait a minute, it was Tom Waits? <laughs> yeah, I, I took him on the road, you know. Um, another wonderful guy to work for. Uh-huh. And he wouldn't let me carry his guitar, which was fine. I didn't want to. Oh, it was filled <laughs> um, with beans. Are you but saying the Tom Waits? was a dirt bag. Right. And the, there were no locks on the doors. Anyone <sighs> drifted through. And Nancy was a very nasty woman. And she made a lot of enemies, and she owed a lot of money to the drug dealers. Yeah. I put that together with who got killed and who killed her. Um, it was not my friend Sid. And he loved Nancy. Mm -hmm. He would talk about her. He wanted to. His main reason for living was to get a mole off her ass. 
uh, so she could be a better stripper. Right. Yeah. I mean, this guy was was a class act. But he was only he was a kid. Yeah. 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 He was. He was nineteen. How old were you? Sixteen. Now I was about twenty-five. Right. Twenty-eight. Wow. Yeah. You're as wow. to take care of him. What uh? What Manhattan neighborhood did you grow up in? That was tough. I'm 90th in West End, and I went to school in Harlem. Oh, there you go. Oh, that is tough. What year? So, no. what, what what year are you born? Uh, 1931. Oh wow! No, actually, no. it was 1944. 44. And, I hope so. Uh, yeah. See, my dad you was a good year. My dad was born 38. No. And he grew up in the Hell's Kitchen, so that was a tough th- neighborhood too. The whole oh, Manhattan well, was tough. No, Spanish Harlem was pretty tough. Too. Yeah, I hear you. And uh, I hung with a really good bunch of gang guys, so we all got along well. Did you have those? And uh, we those... all watched each other's back. And did that help you? You, know, you occasionally got into a fight. I'm did, sorry. Go ahead. Does that have... help you as a New York guy, like in gangs, to deal with like a a bunch of California babies like Van Halen? You're like, listen, shut the f up. They weren't babies. I know. Well, I'm just saying. You did, know, you, did you, you, you take I'm, you take control? David might have been all mouth. But Al wasn't. Edward wasn't. Did Michael ca- was a shy guy. Well, you talk about the whining you know? on that. The whining would drive you nuts. Did you carry one of those? Uh, yes, it did. No, did you? Why did he put me in a small room that was padded after the tour? <laughs> <laughs> no, did you carry one of those 007 knives? Remember those? No, we didn't carry weapons. Because when you're out in the parking lot yeah. chasing bootleggers, uh, you know, the cops would stop all of us. I was going to ask you about that. They didn't know who was a bootlegger and who wasn't. When you're when you're traveling with weapons, like and you're on a bus and stuff, and you guys get pulled over by cops, do you also not travel with the drugs? Van Halen at some point is doing. Everyone's doing coke uh, on a daily basis. Do you just wait to get to the next town to to cop? Ludes and coke and weed. Uh, you don't have it on the on the bus or the You're, plane or anything like that. He could just find it. You put it on the. Uh, d- don't be naive. Is it? Uh, is, is it <laughs> right? Well, is, is it? Is it part of your job? It, it, and, it, I won't be naive. Is it part of your job to call ahead and like figure that out? No, it it, it basically traveled with us. Oh yeah. And David's road case. Mm. <laughs> you know, a um, hide a key. A hide a key under the bus. A, road case. He's a singer. I'm, He's a microphone. You know, I went with his pants. No one would go near his pants. They were very sweaty. Oh, I don't believe that for a minute. Um, <laughs> you know, and um, we never had a problem. I had 98 guys working for me on the road and two women who were wonderful. Is one thing that I will say that is a big misnomer. <laughs> And that is women are wonderful on the road. And I mean that seriously. They call them everything from sluts to this to that. They make the band happy and happen. No, what was this about these two? What was about these two two groupies that I was reading about that were crazy, obsessed about condiments with David Lee Roth? What was up with that? Uh, It was actually at the Sheraton. It was second week and there were two groupies who brought their own ketchup and the boys uh, lubricated them in every area you know and uh, they loved it you know (laughs) they didn't do to women 
they weren't disrespectful. Mm-hmm. If, if a girl wanted, you know, her private parts filled with ketchup, they were glad to accommodate. A condiment. But you do you say know. you you do say there was a couple times or, or and this and that where like sexual harassment was kind of accepted back then. In that in that if uh, women showed up to the shows, they could kind of expect it, whether they were the caterer or the reporter or whoever, whoever else. I I don't follow you. I'm sorry. I'm saying uh, you know was it okay back then to just grab ass all day long? <laughs> yes, we did that, <laughs> and it was. We had to wake up though, so it wasn't all day long. Right. I mean, Van Halen would last uh, about five uh, five days in this climate. They'd be they'd grab two asses, and they all be in a, in jail by now. Mm, Thank you. Thank you. Very no. Much. No, it hasn't changed. It's just that people didn't know about it then and don't know about it now. Right. We're talking um, to no monk. You know, people believe that, you know, they still believe that David had paternity insurance. <laughs> you know? Did you get that? I mean, how um, foolish can these claims. writers be? Among the, All you had to do was call up Lloyds in London and ask for paternity insurance. And right? when I did that, they laughed at me. Well, how many? Uh, but it's, oh, uh, it's. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm Go sorry. Ahead. That's okay. I keep. Uh, we all keep talking over. There's, there's a lot of guys here. I apologize. The um, how many no, guys? Don't apologize. How many people? How many women do you think um, the band as a collective, collectively, Van Halen impregnated as your in your time as road manager, seventy eight to eighty five? Do you think there were like a oh, hundred pregnancies? Were there ever any condoms? Condoms. Um. No, uh, you know, I, I can spell pretty well, but I can't count. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't, I, we only had one paternity suit, and that was against Ed. And he wasn't guilty. Right. You know, he liked blowjobs. It's <laughs> hard to get, get pregnant with a blowjob. He's a judge. Um, you know. We were actually a very clean-cut band in a dirty sort of way. Um, right. Well, now, going going in the other direction, what was it like being on the road with Bonnie Raitt? Huge she heroine. was a fun woman. She was wonderful. Did you have sex with Bonnie Raitt? Her, her crew, because <laughs> Tom and I, we were, it was on the Rolling Turkey Tour. Let's give him something to talk and, about. And uh, <laughs> Tom opened for Bonnie. And we rode the bus with with her crew and with Bonnie and uh, Dick Waterman, who was a great manager, really good manager. And it was one of the fun tours I was on. She was a class act, and I mean that seriously. Did uh, just like Janice at Joplin was yeah. a class act. Uh, awesome. Did did uh, did Tom yeah. Waits keep? Did Tom Waits keep the shtick up on the bus? Was it... uh, how did you know how he sounded? <laughs> I mean, <yeah>. Tom was, <laughs> was, was, he was fun. You know, he didn't want a, a tour manager. Right, but he was on a train. The manager wanted one. Did you ever cook so up? So a... it took me three hours of drinking at the bar. And when we fell off our we decided it would be okay. I went on tour with him. 
Did he have a can of beans um, in his rider? Yeah. I'll just take a can of beans. Oh, I'm hey, whiskey. Did you ever cook up a can of you know. beans on the side of the railroad with Tom Waits? Pete, did you have a question? Yeah, no, I had a question for you about the whole like the whole Fillmore East scene. What was it like when the dead uh, rolled, when the dead rolled into great. town? What was that like? My best friends were the Grateful Dead. Oh, <laughs> now this is right up Pete's wheel. You know, and I never did acid. All right, I'm lying. Um, <laughs> you want to ask it right now? Gotta, I'm sorry. Were you there when the Almonds came in with them, like in the 70s? It was in the Fillmore East? It was the Dead and the Almond Brothers? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Where would I go? <laughs> I worked. That was my job. You know, and did you ever hear, hear of the bear? Yeah, Owsley. A guy named Stanley Owsley. And he made the best acid. <laughs> and Stanley was a sound man, and at the time I was a sound man. And um, every we did, not like today, one show every two weeks. Um, we did Three two shows. Three acts. Ooh. B.B. Uh, King, The Who, and The Airplane. Twice. Wow. wow. Um, so at the end of Saturday night, uh, the dead would play and play till six in the morning. <laughs> and my crew and I would sit behind the amp line, kind of seeing colors, <laughs> and having a good time. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I put Hendrix on stage... You know, it was it was phenomenal. You know, guys. I've heard he's good. Well, that's that's a that's a uh, he was he was quite a guitar player. That's a question I I'm, must say that I'm dying to ask you because you spent so much time with Hendrix and also Eddie Which Van Halen. Which one is better, Eddie or 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 Bear. Jimmy? Well, they're different, so I don't know. You you know what question I'm going to ask? So. Go ahead. No, that's the, that's it. <laughs> Which one's better? Uh, I, 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 I never, I'm never right. You know, I'm around rock and roll. How can you be right? Um, yeah, you left, know, right. whoever said they were different was right. They were both geniuses. Um, they were both brilliant guitar players. You can't compare them. Right. I mean, it, it, it's, it's one, unfair, and two, impossible. And if you try to, you're going to come up looking like a fool. Do you think there's a third one that's better than both of them? Alvin Lee. Mm, Yeah, Alvin was a funny guy, but he wasn't brilliant. Uh, He was was good. A lot of good guitar players we had. Wait, no. Um, No. Yeah. I'm getting out of this that Tom Waits killed Nancy and that Eddie Van Halen compares to the great Jimi Hendrix? That's right. Say it ain't so, cuz. Eddie Van Halen's a I'm sorry, guitar I didn't, player. I didn't listen because I was absorbed in the punk rock scene. Who is- he was that good? He was that good, Eddie? Yeah. Amazing. Are you kidding? He's, he's <laughs> one hey, of the best of all. They were That's both to me. absolute savants. They Mario's were old. I'm old. I- and you could not compare them, as I said before. The, here's because- the real- Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, who is talking? No, please continue. I, I interrupted you. I apologize. <laughs> who is drinking over there? Oh, oh, are you uh, are you drinking right now, sir? <laughs> I don't drink. I'm also a virgin. 
Yeah. <laughs> to my daughter. Um, but in, in, in any event, um, you know, the Fillmore was more of a party than Van Halen. Because when you have B.B. King, The Who, and The Airplane, when my best friend, um, you know, uh, is in The Grateful Dead, and uh, that says something about party time, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Um, you know, people tend to think, you know, you can't compare who's a better partier. <laughs> they all had their distinct qualities. Who is, like, you know? who, are, who are people that you've worked with? Like, you know, I mean, like, obviously, I'm sure there's tons of people in the background who are your crew and stuff like that and everything. But, like, as far as, you know, like a fame ball type of thing, you know, who are the famous people that, like, you know, you still consider, like, The one I compadres? loved the most of all of them was Chuck Berry. Oh, we were yeah. really... Oh, Chuck and I were very close friends. You're kidding. Um, uh, why would I kiss? No, I mean... Uh, give, give me a Jewel Showman and we're starting in B. I'm sorry? Go ahead. Give me, a, give me a Jewel Showman and we're starting in B. <laughs> I saw Chuck right before. Uh, two Jewel Showmans <laughs> and a wide Duels. Board. That's what he played out of. My cousin arrested Chuck Berry. <laughs> oh, I like your cousin a lot. <laughs> I want him at my house. No kidding. I, you were good friends with <laughs> Chuck Berry, huh? Wow. You know, Chuck got railroaded for the Man Act, and he never mm. liked white people again. He right? never he bounced told me back. That. He yeah. never. No, he but said, he. I hate playing for white people. Yeah, blame him. But he never I bounced like, back. I like you know, from that. but the rest of them suck. He, he really he was he, right. But he really did get railroaded. He never really bounced yes. back from that. And he was super bitter. And you know what? He was dead right. Of course he was. Yeah. If he was if he was white, the cops would have joined him. Correct. If he was but, white, I mean I be, got shook. He'd be Elvis story, marrying thirteen year old girls. Yeah, no. if he was Jerry Lee Lewis, he'd be off scot free like he did all the time. BB King's next weekend. Uh, we all we all married his cousin. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've had an illustrious career. Uh I have to ask you, do you have any regrets? Besides this interview. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That it didn't last another sixty years. Um that would be my only regret. Is there anything you you would want to wanted to have said to Van Halen as they were in in your house, finally like ultimately firing you, and you go with your wife to the door and you lead them out of the house? You and, want to manage risk reward, and you say goodbye. Is there anything that you think you should have you could have said thing said to them to change things? Or it seemed in the book like you were not ready to play their game, and you were like over it, and you're like, you know what? If you guys want to do that, I'll see you later. You aren't you. Are you too proud of a man to be like, come on, keep me on and stuff? You know, you didn't really say much. Nah, the, yeah. I said it's been a pleasure. That's right. all I said. You, you know, and it was. We had a great time. You know, I, I have no regrets. I would do it again. How can you not want to play with? Dan Halen for another seven years. My sure. only regret is that we didn't play another seven years. And we could have. And uh, 
But the reason they broke up, if you want a very succinct, easy answer, is David. David wanted his own career, so when he came out with that EP... Crazy from the heat? um, Yeah. Um, We couldn't do a tour in 85. The funniest one of the it was David who toured. One of the funniest and that parts was of the your book. Bottom line. One of the, what? One I'm, of, sorry. I'm sorry. No. Uh, one of the funniest parts of the book to me is like when he sh- he shows you the cassette tape of uh, California Girls, and you're like, "Oh man, this is just this trite, just uh, paint by numbers version of the song." And then, but you have to be kind of polite because you're, you know, you're the politician and then he goes in on the plane and shows it to like eddie and they're all like what the slouch like you know everyone and he he expected van halen to support support that it was that's a disconnect i i can't i don't know what he expected right unless he wanted his own band it was probably the dumbest thing he ever did um Oh no! I, there's other things, but but that, that really topped the cake. I mean, he busted up the band with a four-song piece of shit. <laughs> did he make money on it? Was and there any, was there any money for him in that? Of course he did. Crazy. I made money on it. I managed him for a while in '85. You know, but it was the end, and I saw the end coming before '84 came out. It was written on the wall, and uh, I envisioned in 83 that we could have done another five years. Right. And we would have been a bigger band, a better band, and they didn't do it. Is the, now, it broke is, my heart. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this now. As somebody who, you, you're, so now you're completely, you're out of the fold. Right, and you witnessed the whole Sammy Hagar thing, and then you witnessed the whole Gary Sharon thing. And what was your opinion on that? And why do you think Gary Sharon dances like my older sister? <laughs> and the reunion, <laughs> extreme. Maybe a younger sister, but anyhow, oh, um, <laughs> I don't know who's sister. I'm sorry if I I apologize. It's okay. Um, no, no one's gonna listen. I'm. Uh, what I saw was different bands. Mm. It's not it Van. It wasn't Van Halen. It was Van Sharon or Van Hagar or Van. I don't know who today. So what about the reunion? But they, were you able to catch any of those reunion shows? Well, hey, they're old men. The next, the next reunion after this one, if they do it, will be the wheelchair tour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, when you get to 60 years old, you're doing it not because you have product to sell or you need money. You're doing it because your ego wants that applause. Right. So when they're doing the reunion and you see that they completely screw up a concert, everyone's out of key, do you kind of laugh like, ha, 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 you know, screw those guys? Or you're like, I don't don't know, because I'd be bitter if they screwed me over. Why would I laugh? Because because it, 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 they they totally dicked you, and you so haven't talked I, to them since. <laughs> Fuck those guys. You know it happens. That's rock and roll. Doesn't happen. That's right. Rock happens. And roll. It happens to, to most of us. 
Mm, I think know, you're too nice, man. Rock and roll is an evil mistress. You and Michael Anthony should should have uh, started a, a revolution. Uh, Michael <laughs> wouldn't want to. I would have fun in the parking lot with him. But, <laughs> hey, I had a good time. Give him the old New York what, what for. Gonna... <laughs> a little Bronx salute. Hey, give him a little Bronx salute. Well, what did you do no mm, after? They didn't do more than... Then screw me out of ten or twenty million dollars. I mean, hey, that's all. That's what, all. what's Peanuts. the big deal between friends? Mm, I hear you. But so the is the book. Uh, so there's no Van Halen money coming in anymore for you. Is that correct? And is the book? There never was. Right. Never was. When I left, I left with a shirt on my back. Oh man. Uh, you know, but, but it wasn't a bootleg. <laughs> A t-shirt company, I have nothing. You didn't even bring it? And by, I'm sorry? At the last meeting, you didn't bring it up, like to Alex Van Halen, that he hit on your wife on a plane and told her you wanted to F her? Oh. That would be my trump card. What am I going to say? You know, Al is is a pretty nasty, mean, um, vicious person. Wow. And He's a mediocre drunk and a mediocre drummer. Oh. Wow, Alex Van Halen. You know, I'm talking about the best thing he ever was, was was mean. I loved him in Dire Straits. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's that's crazy. I mean, did you always have a a tense working relationship with uh, Alex and Eddie, or did it just kind of fall? No, I mean, you got to understand, in, in, in 79, Al and I went out, we had dinner, and we bought some... Fish bait, and we laced Peter's bed. We were good friends. And we figured Peter might get hungry and might cook up some fish. Um, but, you know, um, in the beginning, they were a really nice bunch of guys. If you ran in it. It took them four or five years to become total dicks. <laughs> It just so there was the one year that was good, and the next four years that you were there, they tell you. No, no, no. I'd say the first three or four years was, yeah. was a lot of fun. If you ran, it in, went downhill. If you if you ran into any of them now individually or as a group, do, do you ever think about what you would say? Or yeah, what you, would you say to each of them individually? I if would you say saw the same thing as when they left my house. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. If you saw if you saw Eddie, if if Eddie landed on your front porch right now, what would you say to him? Come on in. Have a beer. What would you What have would you say drink. to Alex? Have two drinks. I'd say, "Come on in." I, I have. What no would you say? What would you say to Michael? Addictiveness. My book is Michael, not about no getting no, no, back no, no, at I anybody. I'm not, I don't. I don't think it's vindictive. I agree I'm with saying, you. I, like, what would you like? You know, what would your reaction be if these people just landed up on your front porch right now? Because of the Osleys. You would say the I same thing. I would invite them in. I mean, it wasn't like I wrote the book. I could have, I left out a lot of stuff that could have made them look worse. Uh And I didn't want, I wasn't looking to really hurt anybody. I was telling what happened. Plain and simple. Well, you don't want to be hurtful, but the fact of the matter is this is part of your life story as well. Yeah, but I will say, Pat, I will say reading reading Noel's book, Running with the Devil, 
available now everywhere. Day Street. But um, um, it's it doesn't read as vindictive, and I don't want to mean to I don't mean to put that angle on it. I'm just asking you questions because it's fun. I appreciate that because yeah. Joe and I said. We're not going to make a hatchet book. Yeah, We're going to just not. tell the story. Yeah, it's a cool story. And it's a good story. How could it not be? Yeah, but a brilliant course, band, an incredible manager. I mean, come on. Yeah, but we're we're gonna say horrible things just to, <laughs> just to try to get you to say horrible. Oh man, things. dude, the book is so much fun. You got to read this, Running with the Devil. I mean, it is. It was meant to be fun. If, if you didn't laugh during that book, then you didn't read it. It's very funny. If if you're a rock and roll fan, you can open up to any anywhere page in the, in the book. book yeah, it's like, wow, it's man, you're, you're stuck right there. It's 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 beautiful. You need to read the book immediately. Thank you. And, <laughs> you know, what did you expect me to do? You know, try and get back at him after 30 years when right. I forgot about it after four? Yeah, why not? What, three years? It reads very truthful. I, I believe you the whole time. It book. is. I'll tell you one thing. Both books, the Sex Pistol book and the Van Halen book, there is not one word that I wouldn't say wow. accurate i did were, not make up anything i had no reason but you were, to but you were, i had so much shit that but happened why would i make up stories but I will, I, a lot of people do now make up stories because they don't know what happened writers just write made up stories so they can sell a book yeah, but people. Always... I'm sorry, I I was there. Yeah, but no, you know, you yeah. know, a lot of people attach themselves to this type of thing, and then they they try to you know change history or whatever, or they have their own weird misinterpretations. And I think it's a testament to you that you haven't tried to do that. He just told the truth. No, I didn't. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't try to do that. You didn't try to make anything more fantastical than it actually was. You just went ahead and said, "No, this is this is what happened." Well, the truth of the you know, 70s. and you didn't uh, you didn't mess it up with uh, with uh, w your own interpretation. Oh, of he it. could You're have. Like, e no, this is easily, what actually happened. He could have easily done it. You know? mm -hmm. The truth. And, of the and I. But how could that. I have made it any any more funny or salacious? You know, it was what it was, and it was good enough. <laughs> I didn't have to elaborate. Yeah, you know, exactly. people now are writing, and they're writing out of their butt. You're just making up stuff. Like, they still believe. If you Google David's paternity insurance, <laughs> you'll find huge explanations of why he got it. Never happened, Jack. Never happened. That's right. Mm -hmm. well, um, you know, what I said in that book was truthful. Mm -hmm. Why would I make up stories when the story itself is better than, than a fantasy? You know, a, a lot Reality of... Reality sometimes is better than... than... Sometimes, made up bullshit. Sometimes sure. reality trumps... Uh, fantasy. I'll take reality all day reading a book. I'm like, I want to know what really happened. That's what the fascinating part to me. Yeah, it is a good book. Well, that's why I wrote the book. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and that's why we're promoting the book. The book's called Running with the Devil. It's available on Day Street Publishing. And uh, is there a way we could buy the book that benefits you most. the most? 
Buy a lot. Uh, if you <laughs> bought a hundred copies, I'd really appreciate that. <laughs> no. I sell them on the corner. Uh-huh. No. I shouldn't. I shouldn't buy them from the bootleggers outside the Van Halen concert. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna bust these guys up. Uh, I, I don't care as long as Day Street gets their cut. Listen, you know? I still love my but Van Halen shirt. The more you buy, the happier I'll be, because you'll be getting the truth. And I'll be getting a royalty. Finally, you get a royalty. Thank you, Noel. I have to say, there is a website where you could get a signed copy yes. from you. So how many people yeah, are, uh, are you sitting there signing thousands, or has it just been uh, a, a half a million? Right Michael right? Anthony signs them for him. <laughs> Stamp. Uh, Michael could do a good job. <laughs> no, actually, the way they do it now is they, they have stickers. <laughs> And you sign a sticker. Oh, it's an inlay. And you send it, and they put it on the book. So it's signed with my signature. Auto pen. I mean, can you see? I signed 2,000 of them. That's the president, though. Can you see the guy who delivered 2,000 books? He'd have a hernia. That's right. And he would quit the business. (laughs) Well, thanks for talking for us. uh, But what's the website that we can get a signed copy? I want to get a signed copy. Is Mario wrapping this up? You can get it from uh, the Van Halen uh, store. Um, What is it called? It's called... I get my shit yeah, there. It's Van Halen <laughs> news desk. It's fuckvanhalen.com. But it's, <laughs> but it's not really yeah, a Van it's Halen. A van, it's a Van Halen. Right, you can get a t-shirt. Uh, there's one guy has a company called the Van Halen store, and you can get it from him. All right, there's right. no and, and buy a hundred. Buy a hundred no month when books. Do, I'm telling you. your friends. When does the audio book come out? This is it. And who's going to read the it? Audio book actually turned out very well. I was pleased. Did David Lee Roth read it? Who read it? Leonardo DiCaprio or something? Um, no. No. Actually, um, my daughter read it, and oh. she didn't know the difference. No, I don't know. Who read it. <laughs> we just, she, I thought um, it was like Sam Elliott or something. We, the inflection in her voice. You know, basically... They gave me three people to listen to, and I picked out the voice I liked the best. Right. And they were like, and listen, you're she out. she was wonderful. We're talking with Noel Monk, uh, author of uh, Running with the Devil, the new book. You can get it anywhere. He was the tour manager and personal manager of Van Halen from 1978 to 85. Noel, I can't uh, thank you enough for staying on with us for like an hour. I really yeah, appreciate man. it, dude. It's, it's very nice of you to do that. So. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. You're thank you so much. you off already? No, man. You want to hang out for another half hour? You're in, buddy. <laughs> you I got a game? I have a million. I'm only kidding. I, I talk to you guys all night. Rock and roll with CNC. It's my love. You're, you're on. Who's you who, who's more punk rock? The Sex Pistols or the Ramones? Oh, that's a toughie. That's um, why I wrote right. it in my book. Hey, maybe maybe I I would say because of Sid mm. and Johnny. Boy, that's a tough one. Yeah, maybe uh, no. I would I would say the Pistols <laughs> because I mean when you're. I would take Sid off stage, <laughs> and you know I would put my arm around him, and it would be all bloody and sweaty. And, and how much more punk can you be than that? You can't put your arm around. No, him hey, no. And, uh, yes. 
Uh, if if you wanna if you're willing to hang out for another minute, maybe we could, we like to play a little game here called crap not crap, Ooh. right? And you just best. and you just you, catch you say the clap crap catch the clap crap. is the name of the game. It's crap or not crap, crap it's not crap. crap. Not crap. If you don't catch a clap, you win. No, yeah. I'll just give you a band. And we, we just we just name out bands, and you tell me if you think that they are crap or not crap. Here if we go. If you think it's something that's worth qualifying, that's fine, but it's generally mm. crap or not crap. It's meant to be a speed round. No, do you want to play? Honest guy. I think he would do good. Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> it's Noel Monk, author of Running with the Devil. No crap, not crap. Steely Dan. Somewhere in the middle. I don't really know them. Somewhere in the middle. He doesn't know them. All right. Crap, not crap. Uh, Fish. Who? Grateful Dead. Oh, crap. Crap? I mean, they're brilliant. No. Crap. Crap. Crap or not crap. Crap C-R-A-P. No, the dead dead is also not crap, but they also all have the clap, Nola said. They're his best friends. Yeah, but they're all just a great. They were a great bunch of guys. Yeah, I yeah, loved no. hanging out with them. Well, some of my best friends are in shit bands. Did the um did in the did the death of uh, Jerry Garcia affect you in, in, greatly, in a personal way? Well, it, it, it the band ended at that point. That certainly affected everybody that was a deadhead and loved the dead. What was the greatest friendship you I, ever had in rock and roll? Chuck Berry, Jerry. Mm, mm, really hard. Um, Stanley Owsley. Yeah, Bear. Janice Joplin. Yeah. Um, Chuck Berry. Um, There's really a lot Who's of the- people who. Uh, Kim Larson. I mean, we were very. He's the guy from Gasoline. He was just yeah. brilliant. Who's the worst band? I mean, at, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Who's the worst band? At Woodstock. When I was stage managing Woodstock, um, well, my best friend was it, Joan Baez. We got along really well. Oh. She was one wonderful woman. Um, you know, I would sit in her tent for an hour and hang out with her. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it's hard to for me to say crap or clap. It, 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 yeah. You know, it's these were friends. Sure. Right. Black Sabbath. And how do you piss on a friend? There wasn't a band that came up at Woodstock. You go, what the f is this s, man? This is garbage. No, okay, well, he, obviously not. You're too nice a guy. Too Black nice Sabbath. Guy. No, I'm not nice. I mean. It, it may be Chunky, Novi, and Ernie. You never heard of them. They never made it. But they were nice guys. When, when you were put and on, girls. When you were put on as the Van Halen manager without having even heard them or knowing about them, did you think when you first saw them that these guys are going to be famous or these guys are kind of a flash in the pan? Oh, first time you saw them, you knew. You knew. You know, you heard Eddie, you saw... David, there was no doubt in my mind, plus that record Sad was swag. undoubtedly the best first record ever put out. Yeah, correct. Name me one band cut on that album. Mean Street is my favorite Van Halen song of all time. No, but tell me a bad one. I can't. Can't do it. 
Doesn't happen. And product is the name of the game. If right. you got product, you got a hit. Rush. But when you have 12 cuts of brilliant product, it, That's it, Keith it's going to happen. Say. And when you got that kind of a stage show, I mean, they weren't as good as they were a couple of years later. Right. But they were brilliant, and there was no doubt about it. You heard Eddie Van Halen for the first time. Sure. And how do you say he was more than brilliant? Did he how really do? Did, did he really turn his back to the audience so they couldn't see him finger picking and all that stuff? Or is that like an urban legend? No, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted the glory. No, that's hey, no, the let way me... he would he would move. Right. People make up such crap. It's unbelievable. Hey, no. And uh, he turned his back to the audience because they didn't want to see him. Come on. <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted everybody to see it. Yes, sir. You know. Uh-huh. Cheap trick. Crap, not crap. Uh, cheap trick would, would be um, clap. Clap. Ooh. Crap. Clap. Kiss. Clap. Do you understand the crap. game? No. Crap. They're crap. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. It's it's crap or not crap, crap. or not <laughs> crap. Like is the bad. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, okay. yeah. Bad uh, or good. Big trick was not crap. Uh-huh. I got yeah, you. Okay. Did you guys okay. because because you guys were in the same vein as as Kiss, kind of, but you were musically superior. Did you look down upon uh, a band like Kiss, like ah, these guys don't know how to play their instruments and stuff? Not crap. Yeah. Uh, Gene how- Simmons was a brilliant guy. He made a billion dollars. Can't be stupid. E L O E L O. Jeff Lynn. Electric Light Orchestra. E L O. Crap or not crap? Not crap. Yeah. Rush. Not crap. Eagles. Definitely not crap. Mm, you like the Eagles, huh? How, who's the best Eagle? Yeah. And why is it Joe Walsh? Uh, I don't know. I always <laughs> loved the Eagles. I mean, uh, they were they were a brilliant band. See, the problem with this game is the you Beach, don't, the beach no Boys scale. Right, the Beach you Boys, know? the Beach Boys, crap or not crap. Oh, not crap. Yeah, not crap. I agree with the no. I just heard a a. a oh, uh, they're wonderful. No, is there a band? I just heard an acapella version of. Uh, What's, wouldn't um, it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice with the harmonies and everything? Oh. It's it's a how do you? It's amazing. It's like listening to angels. It is. It's the singing of the angels, it's and like, they do. It's like listening to white people the, signing contracts in the suburbs. Nah, no, the, I disagree. Oh, the, the, sound of the, the fun thing about it is that <laughs> the fun thing about it is they. Did, you guys are funny. <laughs> We're getting drunker as time goes on. They do something different every time. Uh, I don't blame you. Crap, not Call crap. Family up, he'll come running down. Frank, <laughs> Frank Zappa. Oh, not crap. Oh, he's a oh, billboard guy. you kidding? He loves everybody. Exactly. I put him on stage in 68. Oh, yeah. The Fillmore show's brilliant. Is, oh. he better, is he a better guitarist than Jimi Hendrix? Some people mm. say he is. He's a great guitarist. No way. No, um, no way. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix said yeah. he was. That, that's funny you mentioned that because... Uh, Jimi uh, is a very uh, nice guy to say that. Oh, I'm but sure that can't be I true. agree with Jimmy on that. If uh, if uh, with him being nice, rather. Were you friends you with Jimi Hendrix? Not many people can say that. What was your? I wasn't friends with him. Uh, he wasn't around that much. Um, he, you know, 
He died young. The only time he was at the Dead? Fillmore was, I think at one time I put him on stage. Right. You know, he had an entourage that went on like the Grateful Dead. There were 700 people. Yeah. Um, you know, and there was this one guy, Velvet, that looked just like him. Did you meet Miles? Now, he was quite a character. But they they had entourages of, of very fascinating people. There'd be women with babies, mm-hmm. breastfeeding them in the dead. I mean, how much fun is that? It's a lot of fun when you're the baby and uh, the nipple has a tab of LSD on it. When, when Bear is the godfather. Yeah. It's, it's not yeah. like uh, you're, you're Alex Van Halen seeing giant penises come out of the wall because you're drunk. <laughs> I read the book. He, he had, he had dementia breakups. Uh, <laughs> I had that too. And, and you know, and and he he could fuck anything. A doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He sounds like he's playing about a thousand doorknobs behind that kid. Oh, oh uh, yeah, he could. You know, the girls good, liked him. It's a good know? thing. He it's ugly a good, was in. Really, he's not a very good-looking guy. Oh, it's a good thing he had a fire extinguisher. If I was a chick, I'd be banging. I'd, I'd try to go David Lee Roth, and Michael if failing Anthony. that, Alex Van Halen, and failing that, Michael Anthony. I mean, Alex Van Halen is my fourth choice you if You wouldn't I'm even a girl. go for Eddie? How about no? No, no. I, Somebody I'm, take uh, care yes. of the manager. Yes, I go Dave, you Eddie. Know, my, well, wait a second. Eddie, Dave's your first choice? Yeah, I want to party with Michael Anthony, Dave's good for about 20 minutes. I go right to Noel. You get to the manager. I'd like to, to hang out with band. Michael. He yeah. seems sensible. <laughs> no, I'm not a gay guy, but you if, like you're gonna have, if you're going to have a man have sex with you, I'm picking yeah. Dave first. No I'll do anything for money. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm a manager. Remember that. Uh, any, uh, oh, so there was uh, uh, lots of gay sex on the Van Halen tour, right? Tell us about that. No, but about there, what? There, no, were, <laughs> there were videos though before you got there. Have you seen them? And where can I find them? It wasn't before I got there. He was taking them. The manager was, was the taking them. The whole first tour. Right. <laughs> and where are they now? You know. Well, they were at Dave's house. I swear to God. Yeah. Right. Dave was in most of them, and the when Marshall shot him. You know, David was, he always wanted to have a movie. That was the best movie he ever made. <laughs> um, you know, but no, they all went to David's house. I knew the Marshall would eventually shoot Diamond Dave. It's like an old Western. Thank you so much. Yeah, I had one, but I would never show it. it. It was so classless. What Marshall did was disgusting. Marshall. Well, when you look back at it, back then they had these, uh, these video cameras for the first time. And oh, it's, don't it listen like to this a novel thing to do. rape apologist guy, Mario. Yeah, you don't do that to your band. Right. I'm no. sorry. Smart. You, you, you don't do it to anybody, but it's just stupid management. Right. It's, it can only, and, it can only uh, lead to bad stuff. Is that how what led you to become manager? What was the turnover? How did that happen between you and Marshall? Uh, well, he was so bad. I was so mediocre. Uh, there was no competition. Now, actually, what happened was I tried to teach the guys a business. And Marshall was out there on the road about 3% of the time. We'd go to Paris. 
Marshall would be there. We go to Tokyo, Marshall would be there. But I was there every day with him, explaining what recruitment meant, explaining the business, trying to get them not to think what rock and rollers think, which is pretty much off the wall. Right. And they, they recognized the fact that I was on their side. Mm-hmm. And I knew what I was talking about. Even though I never managed before, you know, you don't have to manage to be a manager. You just have to be honest. And that's rare. And I was honest. Noel, thank you for being, never got sued. Thank, thank you, you for being honest here today on Live from the Barrage. Uh, one more qu- quick question. Uh, it's not even a question. Uh, brown, okay. brown M&Ms, what do you got? I love them. They're, <laughs> <laughs> They're delicious. Thank, thank you, you Noel Monk. Yeah, what an interview. I'll tell you, very simple. Uh, the road manager came up to me and said, Noel, they're not reading the rider. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, let's put in that there are no brown M&Ms or you find $100 an M&M. You, you are the a architect of this. You came up with this? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Basically. Dave, uh, Dave and claims. Then, when Dave. that didn't happen, it became legend, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, Steve and I came up with a Coney Island whitefish. Right. Yeah. Oh, no. Stop but, you know, it. But, but no, you know that yes, Dave. Dave... Nobody could figure out what it was. Do you know what it is? Yes, I, I yeah. do. It's, we, a, we it's a, a, well. a used condom washed up on the beach of, beaches of Coney Island. Exactly. Uh, I've known about that since the 80s. And says, Daddy, blow this balloon up. Oh. I've seen it happen. But, but no, no. How do you feel? Oh, like man. like Dave Dave has been perpetrating that this was his genius in the contract that he put the... He likes no everything was thing. his genius. <laughs> he likes Why can't he find a nice he girl and just settle the down? He business. Are you mm. kidding? And, and maybe I didn't think it up. You know, who knows? Who knows? The point being, who cares? It yeah. <laughs> it's all hazy. Go no, to, you've yeah. been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much Reed for Noel's calling Read next Thank book, you. Who Cares? It's going to be out on a... Uh, uh, thanks for having me. No, I... I appreciate it. Dude, man, I can't I can't thank you enough. I mean, we're, we're, we're over the moon. We're delighted that you that you would even do it. Really appreciate it, man. Even do it? Do I sound stupid to you? <laughs> no, no, but... I, you know, I want to be polite and, and tell you the right thing because I really do. Uh, you know, you don't. We have, have respect, respect for you. Respect our little what we're saying little show in a garage in Queens, and uh, we appreciate that. Uh, don't worry about it. I had a great time. Yeah. I like talking to people who know what they're talking about. Yeah. Let's put Ooh, it that man. way. I got a million more questions. We'll talk off the air. I love you. Uh, you can. I'll uh, come back. All know, right, cool, man. Yeah, anytime. Keep buying those it. albums, and I'll be able to come back. That's awesome. right. Buy Noel's book, Noel Monk. Uh, the book is called Running, Running with, with the, the Devil. Devils. He was the tour manager from Van Halen uh, for Van Halen from '78 to '85. It's a it's a really good read. True you're legend. Not, you're you're loving gonna, it. You get I'm a, loving the book. Case. You get a breeze through this book in no time. It's fascinating. It's a great book, and uh, we appreciate you a million. You know, bottom of our heart, a million oh. times over. Thank you for having me. I hope all of you get laid, yes. <laughs> get drunk, and uh, totally you know, don't get thrown out of your house. All right. But goodbye, yeah, guys. Totally. I'm trying. Bye, Noel. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate Thank it. You. Later. Woo.
Yeah. Wow. wow, that's Noel Monk. That Holy guy was great. Cow. He's a member of Van Halen as far as I'm concerned. Damn straight. Proper. Probably more than Michael Anthony. I, I guarantee he's a better drummer than Alex Van Halen. Mm-hmm. His best what do you friend there. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. That was amazing. No rules. Right. Yeah, he's great. So tell us about Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> Valerie Bertinelli. Ah, shit, he's not here anymore. Like, give me a uh, Valerie. <laughs> crap not crap. Give me a half a pound of Bertinelli sliced thin. We'll be back. Schneider. After this, from these words from Led Zeppelin. Thank you, Noel. Good job. Thank you, everybody. Back after this, Mikey on the fan. Yeah. That is a song that is way better than, like, Pound Cake or something. I'll tell you that right now. That's Van Halen. Oh, well, I can't really turn this up. off. Well, I already did. Warm beer. Weak old And bottles of Guinness. Bottles. Who brought over the bottles of Guinness? What, did they think you were making a soda bread? Who, you met the man? I think Rosario brought those over. A pharmacist. Oh, there you go. The Italian guy brought over bottles of soda bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're back. Listening, we're, you're you're listening to live from the garage here on radio. Know if that was Noel Monk from uh, uh, Van Halen? That was nice. Wow. Yeah. Let's get to the news. Let's do the news. Great job, Captain. Pat has to leave. Yes. Tommy also. Has Tom to said leave. he wants me to stay for the news. That's right. Forcing <laughs> you to drink. Warm that does beer. not give you a license to be a complete dick. I'm not being a complete dick. <laughs> well, not yet. We'll see about that. Well, we shall see. Tommy Rockstar's bullshit. <laughs> hey, Tommy, what's in the news yeah, this week? Yeah, tell me what's in the news, Thomas. <laughs> oh, here we go. Right. Man, you're going to wish Pat took an Uber. All right, here we go. <laughs> Just hours before President Trump made his heated vow to unleash both fire and fury in North Korea, the United States Air Force issued a statement in which they ex- explicitly said they were, quote, ready to fight tonight. Mm. <laughs> that sounds like a... It's like a crocus that, song. It's a Scorpio's yeah. lyric. It's crocus <laughs> Ready to fight tonight. Tonight. Launch- Denim and leather. All right. Launching an attack of B-1 bombers, if so ordered. Yeah. Oh, they're ready. According to secret TNN reports. Oh, on the inside. Cables. It appears that the Pentagon has indeed unveiled plans for a preemptive strike. Oh. Uh, you you said the Pentagon has what? plans for a Strike. With tree void, we should hey, uh, here. Tom, uh, how many sides are in that yeah. building? Uh, <laughs> uh, trees on a working vacation. Yeah, Tommy, how many sides are on the Pentagon? More than four and less than six? Correct. Oh, there we go. Wow. He's actually right. <laughs> and uh, according to this. Correct, Tron, bro. <laughs> he does the Pentagon's merch. That's the only reason he knows that. <laughs> he freaked me out Correct with that merch Tron, story, bro. by the way. Correct, uh, gone, bro. Unveiled a plan for preemptive strike on North Korean missile sites with bombers mm. stationed in Guam once Donald Trump gave the orders. Mm. Mm. The pre- I watched him do a live mm. thing a little earlier, yeah, and some guy like, actually... This reads, this reads like Clash lyrics. He's going on and on. <laughs> Send right. bombers stationed in Guam. Send an Easter. This is the worst Clash album. <laughs> Flatus goes, Maximus uh, is some... my least favorite Hated member of war. Guam. <laughs> the only thing we are today... <laughs> The pre- he, he's answering all these questions, and, and I think a reporter actually asked him, which is hilarious. I hope it's true, because I thought I heard it uh, when I was sitting there making my null 45. notes. Uh, the reporter goes, uh, do you think Mike Pence will run in 2020? Oh, yeah, I heard that. That's <laughs> he true, did, right? 
He did say I that, heard right? That. And uh, uh, Trump. Hey, just, Tommy, what's else in the news? Ke- Pat kept it completely straight, like a. Um, yes, that's great, and you could take this tape back to Howard and shut it <laughs> straight up his ass yeah. because it's not fun. All, and you, it's not fun. all you do is, you know, when you're at a thing yeah. like this, you know, when you all not, listen to all it, all you do is laugh at me, and, and you'll and, goof uh, on it and have a good time. It's but not but, funny. Yeah. It's, not it's, fun. Not it's not fun. It's not fun. The preemptive strike is viewed as the quote best <laughs> available option out of all the choices. And you'll take this back. To there are back no to options, Howard, and you'll Mr. all have a big laugh. And you know, but when when you're at a thing like this, will there be a Mr. Saturday Night too? Yes, Mike Pence will be running in 2020. Big fan, Billy. Big fan. Big fan, big fan. Said TRNN military correspondent, Lieutenant Major John Battlebulger. Mm. Battlebulger told TRNN that, quote, there are no good options here, but continued that the unilateral American bomber strike in the South Pacific Rim (laughs) constitutes South Pacific Rim job. The best of a lot of bad options. Hold on, Tommy. Are you pulling... one of these War of the Worlds things? Are you uh, making our ner- listeners nervous? Here? Attention, yeah. attention. Uh, I, can't, uh, I can't sleep at night. Quote, of all the military options the president could this consider. This is what I stuck around for. Battle yeah. Bulger is my this favorite ACDC. This thing. would have been the, 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 have been the possibility of escalating the situation the least. He added, may God have mercy on their souls. I'll tell you what, not drinking's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> This is a story out of, it says, well, it doesn't say where it's from. Passengers on a luxury cruise line Uh were subject to nighttime blackouts in order to go without entertainment for 10 days. because Nighttime blackouts is my favorite arcade fire Wait a second. They didn't helicopter in um, David Brenner to Ryan's. They should have helicoptered in David Grohl. You guys should check this out because you guys cruise a lot. But they're not in the Horn of Africa. You know, it's it's the Bahamas. They were ordered to go without. you like cruise a lot. And they were ordered to go out with entertainment for 10 days because of a pirate threat. No, you can't have Wi-Fi. The pirates are close to us. 1,900 passengers on board the Sea Princess who paid tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, that's not the I'm not getting on nothing yeah. called a Sea Princess. <laughs> I want to have the, the Sea Agro Weirdo. That's that's the ship that oh, I fucking get on. I'm on, I'm the, on the Sea this, Alpha. Yeah, the yeah, Sea exactly. Outrun the Hurricane. Yeah, I want the, I want the Sea Weirdo Red Pillar. For a 104-day cruise around the world. 104-day You know, my, uh, Tommy, my uh, coworker was telling me. Yeah. Uh-oh. They were. That's what they were going to do on Gilligan's Island, but it turned out it was way too clunky to word into <laughs> that, the, uh, the theme. The theme. There are actual people who live on a cruise ship, crazy, oh, yeah. uh-huh. and it's let. It's it, it works. It, it works out to like sixty bucks a day. It's less than like rent in Manhattan, wow. and, and all they do is it, listen. Your food's paid for. Everything's paid for. Your electric, water, the world. Gas, nothing. Yeah, no, I know the ship. They just the world. live on a ship. They go from cruise to cruise to cruise. Could you do I that? Know, I've looked oh, into it. No, no, I the, hate cruise. The comics are so <laughs> no, bad. Yeah. No, I've looked into it. A week. I've, I have literally looked have into you? it. Have you? A yeah. long-term boat room. You want to hit the high seas? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hit the high you seas. You send you seaworthy. That's what I'm up to. <laughs> I'm all busy. The passengers were told by uh, the Admiral that Pat Admiral. Walsh, <laughs> Pat Walsh and a cruise did not mix. Not at all. The, the There's so many things about me that you don't know, John Houlihan. I guess so. That's right. Come on the cruise with us, Pat. There's plenty of room. There's so many things you don't know about me, Mario Asaro. <laughs> that all the curtains. Hey, Pat, why don't you get a nice girl and settle down? Okay? I should, really. <laughs> hey, you a cop? I settle down there. <laughs> I settled down every night. How about that, Paul? You ever hear this David Lee Roth? You ever hear tell us such a thing there, Paul? Van Allen. How about that, Paul? What else is in the news? Are those your drums? Are those rentals? You a cap? The Admiral told uh, the passengers that all the curtains... So your girlfriend or is that a rental? Oh! <laughs> that all the curtains must be drawn and shutters be closed on the vessel... <laughs> that Shutters be closed. The vessel that was turned into a virtual... <laughs> into a virtual ghost ship. 
virtual ghost oh, ship. Oh, they pretended nobody that's was there. That's our new so angle. And that's the news. Uh-huh. We're using a, a, a virtual technology. You just laid with no mm. lights on. Carol- Shutters be closed. Carolyn- Shutters be closed. <laughs> Shutters be closed. Everybody put on your VR headset. There is no buffet tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Shutters be closed open up for uh, Cloud Nothings. <laughs> Shutters be closed is my favorite Guided by Voices EP. Carolyn Jablowski. <laughs> Carolyn Jablowski. Ah, I, knew her, I knew her well. Old Carolyn boy. She was a good lass. A passenger on the floating coffin told Tiernan that the blackout ruled uh, rules occurred for 10 straight days as she traveled across the Indian Ocean, <laughs> the Arabian Why? Sea, and the Suez Canal. Uh-huh. Why, it's going to be a blackout for travel across the Indian Ocean. It'll be a blackout for 10 days. Oh, man, we're I'm the sorry. <laughs> Holy shit, Jay. Mm. The boat you look at this shit? <laughs> I hope you don't have any emails that you need to be sending. I hope your work email is done. The boat- Send more rice tea, you beating. <laughs> Holy shit. You're out of offices up to date. Let's move on with our lives. <laughs> the boat's admiral, Otto Van Ackberg, oh, told I wish I had one oh, ear. Otto, we're all doomed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, this boat's hidden in our Argentina. Admiral Otto says we can't put the lights Admiral, on. Yar, it's Admiral, a, it's Admiral a trap. He's under investigation. <laughs> Told the passengers the threat was real. And what was that, Ryan? It's Admiral Von Ackpark? The threat was real, but it was only following hey, orders. It's a trap. He told the passengers shit. the threat was real and that it must be prepared for a pirate attack. Ooh. Admiral Ackberg ordered <laughs> Admiral the passengers Ackberg. around it's with a, a trap. With a list of n- passenger no-nos that included no deck parties, no movies under the stars, no late-night outdoor bar no hopping. No crack at all. No I got s- a no-no going. <laughs> no skippy, skippy dip. No, I actually skinny have a, dipping. I sorry. have a tape of the, of the Boston guys looking at Admiral Akbar for the first time. Mm. Oh, my God. What the fuck is that, bro? <laughs> no lights. No party atmosphere. No, no crack at all. <laughs> and Fair n- play to you. Star Wars would have been over in two seconds, bro. Oh. Come here. With the Admiral Ackbar. There'll be no more fucking crack on this ship, right? Listen, turn up the old yoke. <laughs> Admiral, Admiral Ackbar would have showed up for two seconds in Boston, and these guys would have strung him up like a shark on the <laughs> totally. pier, and the movie would be over. He added no lapping up tropical breezes on balconies. Come here. Oh, None we'll of have, that. We'll have no lapping on my <laughs> ship, right? Did they get swords? Did they I'm get Admiral them swords Otto. or sabers? It's funny that you say that, Mario, because however... No lapping. <laughs> Admiral Ackberg assured passengers that they could easily outrun any pirates with the ship, but just in case... What did Captain Brendan Bird have to say? (laughs) Uh, But just in case, he had had the crew set up powerful water hoses to knock Mm. down pirates off ladders that were looking to board the vessel. Uh We'll hit it with your hose. Mm. As well as using a special soap detergent solution to keep them from getting a good grip. Was was Steven Spielberg the captain? (laughs) This is the most organic war I've ever heard. Who would go on a cruise? Donald Trump could take a lesson from this captain yeah. here. You uh, could fight the Koreans with soap water. What is it? What Mario? What's the president's name? Donald Trunk? What was that? Donald Trump. Thanks for speaking for us. If all else failed, <laughs> failed, the ship also was equipped with a sonic boom weapon mm. that that could oh. apparently knock pirates off their feet if they got too close. Uh, what, what will it do to the patrons? <laughs> Jay, Jay, we could get some big money for that if it's a fucking fish, buddy. Come on. <laughs> Admiral Ackberg uh, told sources that the ship was not Admiral facing specific Ackberg. threats. Did you hear about that, Tommy? And, and we pulled our, uh, um, uh, what do you call the, these guys back from Cuba? Because yes. uh, 
They're using some kind of sonic weapon on them, and no one. Oh, yeah. they're all coming home John, sick, and they can't hear. John, they don't know what the hell is going story, on. But it was too freaky, and I didn't do it. But this, it's kind of related. Oh, it's, it's, Tom, Tom wasn't going to do that story because it's actual news. Yeah. Like, all right, let's open up the thing to Cuba, and then they're, they're, they're shooting everybody John, with sonic John, boom. It was a dog yeah. whistle. It was an acoustic Tom, attack, Tom, they called it. Yeah. Tom, <laughs> Tom's, Tom's, Tom's going to tell us about well, admirable Ackbird. Chris Woody loves acoustic attacks. Don't forget to tune in. To tree voids, acoustic, acoustic attack. attack every Friday night right before our show. This story is out of Arizona. Pre <clears throat> <clears throat> acoustic strike. According to Donald Trump, we're losing, uh, uh, we're saving Trunk. a lot of money because they pull those guys out. And By the way, next week I'm out of beer. Who do we have coming in? Oh, we've got a very special announcement. We've got Andy Animal and Baby Sean, who are the uh, founders of the festival Meltasia. Yes. They'll be in the studio live to discuss a very big announcement that Live from the Barrage will be making next week. The yeah, week after that, we'll have New York. Not, there's not enough people in the show already. Yeah. <laughs> the we week after more. that, we'll have uh, best-selling New York Times author Jamie Attenberg. Amazing. And the week after that, we'll be off. And the week after that, we'll be live from Meltasia Festival, upstate New York, Durham. <laughs> I think, I'm Ooh. starting to think I'll be off for the rest of these weeks. <laughs> Listen, you love the Irish Catskills. I'm eating mushrooms that weekend. Yeah, yeah, dude. This is the Woodstock Good of the day. This is Tommy's Woodstock. <laughs> We're like, I yo, think we, young, no, no monk will be there. Yeah, no it's monk the, it's the Irish Catskills. So. No drunk. Yeah. Oh, hey now. Oh, a new a New Mexico man is facing charges of disorderly conduct. Speaking of which, uh. and indecent exposure after he allegedly urinated on a family at last Friday's Metallica concert. That's <laughs> like you at the Guns N' Roses concert. I did get drunk. Pants at, full of piss. At the Maltasia. Daniel Daddio, 44 of Albuquerque. Oh, I, I swear I did not make that up. Yes. Is it Y O or I O? His name is. Dadio. If you Google the story, I swear to God, that's his real name. I'm not Googling your story. Google the story. That's why I don't go to Mexico. You get head chopped off, pissed on. Fuck that. You get get the runs. You have to see Guns N' Roses. Was arrested after a family of three told employees at the University of Phoenix Stadium that they, quote, (laughs) felt warm liquid splashing over their backs. University of Phoenix? Was was the whole incident online? Yeah. (laughs) The father, who was attending the show with his wife and 10-year-old daughter, told police that when he turned around, he saw the suspect holding his genitals and smiling. Genitals. Rock and roll, baby. (laughs) They hate when I do that at the Met games. Yeah. <laughs> Police said that f- uh, the father confronted Daddy-O, who oh. allegedly... Hey, Daddy-O, you yeah, hip Daddy-O. to my trip, man? <laughs> Put that thing away, yeah. Daddy-O. Don't, oh, be, square. Don't be all, uh, sucking down my shoulders, those Daddy-O. cancer sticks. <laughs> who allegedly just shrugged. State troopers were called to the scene and questioned Daddy-O, who... Mm. His shrug looked really alarming because he was wearing a zoot suit. <laughs> I'm sure a guy named Daddy-O is very Far forthcoming with the who agents denied... of the government. Who denied peeing on the family, but was arrested after seeing Hey, man, it wasn't me. Hey, man, it's cold. It's warm water. It's Phoenix. It's oh, why you got to be a cold pill, man? Oh, no, you got to be a jive turkey so close. <laughs> why you got to rain on my so Get back in your car and on, head man. back to Squaresville, man. I'm waiting for knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> just trying to hang out in grooves. This story's out of California. There's a lot of people hanging out in Squaresville right now. Yeah. They're like, ah, shit, you and know. And we're all in here. I'm sorry. I just had to let. Loose, Mary. The story's for you. Why, thank a, you. A man accused of burglarizing a South Carol South California home took a bathroom mm. break during the robbery. That was Ross the boss's van, right? Manicus, <laughs> leaving DNA evidence in the toilet that led to his arrest. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. I just needed to relieve myself. If it's brown, flush it down, man. <laughs> if it's yellow, let it mellow, man. <laughs> Why are you man accusing me? We're on a water drought. I can't flush. 
According to reports, anybody seen Jerry? The su- <laughs> the su- My best friend. The suspect quote Sex. did his business, but didn't flush during a break-in. How was the original pig pen? In, in the city of Thousand Oaks. <laughs> it was the until the, there was some guy dirtier than me. I heard that somebody <laughs> drunker and dirtier than me. They, they called me to a house because I was really good yeah. at keyboards. I couldn't believe it. I, I thought I had it locked up. But then this pig pen guy came through. They startled the two girls. Then startled. He, then he went into the kitchen <laughs> when the police came and started doing the dishes and tried to pretend what? that he was the girl's caretaker. Wow. The Different story. But that's dishes, a real story. This according Daddy-o. to police. The, this according to police detective Tim Longfinger. The real news out there in the streets, man. Longfinger. This allowed investigators to collect enough evidence to conduct a proper DNA file. <laughs> <laughs> with which matched the another profile with a national database, and detectives tracked down the suspect. Long finger, long finger. All right, uh, Gold Goldfinger, uh, to live and let die. Um, Dawn of the day, living daylight. Um, fucking Thunderball, um, Moonraker. He said Dawn of the day. Uh, Tino Martinez, Bernie Williams, uh, Paul O'Neill, Andy Pettit, Derek Cheater. Uh, Joe Girardi. I did good. Um, Mariana Rivera. My enemies. Paul and uh, Chuck Knobloch. Oh, shit. Um, I broke it out. <laughs> Getting hot in Paul O'Neill's Chili Davis. The suspect. Dwight <laughs> <laughs> Gooden didn't make the team. Go ahead, Tommy. Sorry. The suspect, Billy Ray Plunker, was, arre- was arrested on July 28th on suspicion of first degree. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Billy Plunker. Hello there. He's only a fucking plunker. My daughter... <laughs> My daughter's a tart. <laughs> Which is a felony. He's from Limerick. He must be a yeah, plunker. Fucking plunker. Yeah, a traveler. A junkie as fuck. Yeah. Plunker's bail was set at $180,000. Plunker's <laughs> bail is my least favorite Grateful Dead 20-minute jam. Yeah. yeah, Plunker's bail is my favorite uh, Grateful Dead uh, bootleg. Hey, man, did you hear, pl- you yeah, hear the 20-minute Plunker's Very underrated bail. Tin Lizzy song. Did it, in 89, they were hitting it. This is Pete talking to Stephen Soley. Hey, man, <laughs> did, did you hear the 20-minute version of Plunker's Bail from it takes uh, you places, 83? No, I walked out of fish being like, yeah, they, they don't take me to the same place fish the dead plunker. does. You Officer, keep, keep saying you walked out of fish, but it doesn't change the fact that you have terrible know, taste in music. I, no, uh, I, actually, I would say Officer, <laughs> keep saying you walked out of fish will yeah. be more fucking believable than what's about to come out of Tommy's mouth. Go on, Tommy. Officer Longfinger. Right the fuck. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. Officer Longfinger did not know if Plunker, age 42, had... Do you know why I pulled you out of Plunker. Longfinger told TNN that... (laughs) Officer (laughs) Interrupter. You can walk along my finger. My long fingers. I'll let you go. Is the first DNA burglary match that he knows of with fecal evidence collected from a toilet bowl. (laughs) Quote, when people leave DNA... When people think of DNA evidence, they usually think of hair samples and saliva, but Mr. Plunker... Samples. I think of the band that opened up for Limp Bizkit and... Bag the turd, Jimmy. Yeah. But Mr. Plunker left us a much better clue. Mm. And for mm. my final story, mm. <clears throat> I know. a newly described genus of prehistoric crocodile. Prehistoric crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of Tree Voice New Show? It's the Lemming Prehistoric. Yeah, well, that didn't work. Prehistoric crocodile. Yeah. With no- Brian Music Off every Thursday night at seven p- uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, right after Kona Neutron's Crocodile Rock thing. Every <laughs> no alligators. Every every the like this. I love that every time Tommy does the news, there's at least one alligator 
or a crocodile story now. It. It's the funniest shit I ever. Was thought to be. Why don't you retire to Florida? He's going to retire to Florida. You want to hear rap music by forty-year-olds? This croc. This croc was thought to be such a tough guy. This whole thing's a croc. That scientists have named it after Ian Lemmy. They should have named it after Axl Rose. Ian Lemmy Kilmeister. Oh! The uh, fast-playing and hard-living frontman of Motorhead. Motorhead! Kilmeister. Lemmy Suxus Optus Sadens, a.k.a. Lemmy's blunt tooth crocodile, is one of the most mm. fearsome predators to swim off the British coastline around 164... Hello, hello. Hello, love. I'm Just Lemmy's... taking a quick bite, are you? <laughs> I'm Lemmy's blunt. Yeah, I, I don't know why I'm Australian all of a sudden. Uh, hello, you bloke. Yeah, yeah. It was 164 million years ago during the Middle Jurassic period. This alligator is 164 million years old. Well, no, it's his genus is. I saw the Beatles. Suck one, that's right. I saw the Beatles 164 million years ago. I couldn't get the And that was the whole thing. Mario, it belonged to a family of no. That's why Noel Monk was like, you know what? I think Van Halen sounds great right now, but I can't understand a word Keith Richards is saying. You should have brought out the Keith during the pirate story. Exactly. <laughs> it belonged to a family of well-known Teleosauridae, an, an extinct, extinct family of crocodile marine reptiles that were once distributed throughout the world's oceans. Quote, it would have been one of the largest coastal predators of its time. Coastal! <laughs> researchers from the National History Museum said in a statement to TRNN. Quote, the teeth were large and blunt, perfect for crushing prey. Oh, wait, That's man. actually yeah. a lemon yeah. lyric, I believe. Let's fucking hook that shit and we'll be on the fucking news, man. We gotta call the aquarium or something, dude. According to this, that's the news. Oh, yeah. Oh, my we missed the news, right. Tommy. Welcome back. Bye-bye. Fake news. Good job, Tommy Rockstar. <laughs> that, I got this motherfucker. <laughs> Very tough getting through the We're news. Running a, gym. running a gym. Total bullshit with Pat Walsh. Yeah, uh, bullshit with Pat Walsh. <laughs> when is he coming in? Oh, Dave Harrison? No, Tuna. No, I don't know. Uh, August 25th, um, Mr. King will be here during the uh, interview with, uh, what are we doing on August 20th? Meltasia, uh, guys. Right? Dave Harrison. No, no, the, the, oh, the, the author. author. Oh, yes, he'll be here for that. Mr. King in town, and we'll be sitting in with us. We uh, look forward to Perfect. that. And the author, right? His disgusting Perfect. bald head. What? I love Mr. King. Can we do the uh, drawing game? Pictionary over the radio? Well, we'll talk about it off the air. And Pictionary uh, on the radio is my favorite William. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite touch-and-go band. <laughs> Touch this and go. Good job, Tommy. Thank you for doing the news. Hey, Ryan is our game for us this week. I went to school. I went to school with a guy named Huck Hugh. From a barrage. <laughs> His name was Huck Hugh. He's not kidding. That's I a good name that. for my stories. You know, my brother told me, he goes, there's a, place, a chicken place in, in City Field now called Fuck You Chicken. And I go, maybe it was Mario. I'm like, that's not. I told you that. That's not what it's called. Doesn't sound right. It is, though. Momo Fuku. Fuku. But they took the Momo out. His name was Huck Kiyu. His name was Huck Kiyu. I, uh, I'm and walking. Then, and then a friend of mine would always like fucking pick fights with him. And dude was fucking huge. He was like built like a fucking brick shit house, and he would just he could just destroy them. And this friend of mine who was like completely like a fucking you know he's like a wire fucking coat hanger. 
and he would always pick it, and he'd start picking on them and fucking with them, and Huck would just turn around and fucking throw them down. And he'd be like, yeah, Huck you. Huck you. Huck you. Go huck yourself. Go huck yourself. yourself. Huh? Get the huck out of I here. I hucked your mother. Get the huck out of here. Uh, yeah, huck you. <laughs> huck you. That's right. Hey, you just kick him around like a rag doll. Yo, Kev. <laughs> That's right. right. Before you go, let me give you... Thank me, you, Pat. Wait, wait. Before you go, you can have the first question. Oh. I'm just going to throw it right <laughs> at you. Ready? Never happened, Jack. Right. Yes. In 20 seconds or less... Okay. Name as many microphone companies as you can. Oh, Sennheiser, AKG, Neumann, Telefunken, um, uh, uh, Sony, uh, uh, Jesus. Magnet uh, Box. Jesus never made it. <laughs> You're doing great. Only half Sorny. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, mm. um, Beats by Dre. Time's up. Mm. All right. Some of the ones you missed were DPA and Sure. Ooh, sure. sure. You got five. Oh, five sure. is good. You could, you could hammer nails with this Thank shit. Thank you, Pat. Ryan, hit me up. You want to go next? Yep. Jesus Christ, look at the enthusiasm. I think they have to both have important engagements. Reset. All right, so Mario, Pat has five. Play, a, play along at home, everyone. I Thanks. got it. All right, Tommy, in 20 seconds or less... Name as many songs as you can with a number in the title. Go. Mm. Start with. Here's a hint. Tommy Rockstar, it's your turn. One. One. <laughs> uh, one by you two. It's the loneliest. The loneliest number. <laughs> one. Two. Five, five seconds. Little Birds by two Bob Marley. Two is the second loneliest number. <laughs> uh, three's company theme song. Space. Space. Yeah. Space two. Station. One point. I got nothing. Some of the ones you missed were 25 Miles by Edwin Starr. Mm. 25 One by Metallica. Oh. One by Metallica. And one by Three Dog Night. 2,506 light years. I blanked, years dude. I blanked. I blanked. And three. Wow. It's so very lonely. Mm. Space Station number nine. Pat, yeah. what do you think of that song anyway? That album's kind of weak. 2,000 light years from I kind of like it. Funk 49. No? Love yeah. Me Two Times. Three is the magic number. Three is the magic number. You got one yes, point. All right, who's Sing next? a fucking song about that, that right don't now. you? You don't like it? I got nothing against it. No? Yeah. yeah. I well, like it. It's dumb. What, it's, 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 they, yeah, shouldn't be, they, shouldn't dumb. Be, they shouldn't be doing it, but it's right. interesting. Yeah. It's interesting <laughs> to hear them, hear them outside of their real house. Who's next, Ryan? Two of us getting nowhere. Hello, love. Hello, love. I'm number nine. One, two, three. One, two, three. Number nine. Number nine. I'll go next. Yes, if six was nine. That's Jimi Hendrix. If six was nine. Six, six, six. Number. Uh, All right, who's going? I'll go. Mm. All right, we got Pete. What do you got? Hi, Pete. Hey, man. Go ahead, Pete. In uh, 20 seconds, name Eight, as six, many seven, five, three, famous Andersons as you can. Mm. Go. Oh, Louis. Louis. <laughs> Tom. Tom Ooh. Anderson. Uh, you made that head. up. <laughs> no, that's right. Cheating. Paul Thomas Andersons. Mm. Right. Uh, famous Showgirls. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Ian Anderson. Mm. Oh, Mario's talking. favorite. Yeah. And, <laughs> That's because I gave it to him. Is up. What? Stop cheating over there. Pat cheated too. They all you cheated. Four. Some of the ones you missed were Lonnie Anderson and uh, Anderson Cooper. I like Harry Anderson Lonnie from Night in, Court. Like, fourth season of. Wait, what about the guy who did all those movies? Designing. Mm -hmm. It's time for Night Court. Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm -hmm. The guy who made all like the. John's doing his own show over there. The, <laughs> all the Bill Murray movies. Wrap it up. All the Bill Murray's. I don't know. Louis Anderson. No. Really? The director. No. Noted child molester, Louis Ian Anderson. Ian McCullen. Ian McCullen. Who's going next? Mario? Mario That's not true. 
It's not. Marion, 20 not. seconds or less. Name as many movies as you can that take place in outer space. Stop oh, cheating over there, you uh, fucks. Spaceballs. Yes. Nice. Star Wars. Yes. Planet of the Apes. Yeah, nope. Yeah, well, he comes yeah, from outer space. Apollo. One of them does. Apollo. Apollo. Uh, no, nope, it's not Be the name of the specific. movie. Mars Attacks. Nope. All took uh, place. Plan no. 9 from outer space. Mm, took nope. place on Earth. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Very good, Tommy. Wes Anderson is the first one right. I thought. Battlestar Galactica. I will give you Mars Attacks because the beginning of the movie, you see them leaving Mars to go Give to him three. No, he's got four. Best. He hasn't have four. Yes, he does. I do. How? I've told that rat bastard. Battlestar Galactica a minute later after the time him, went up? I didn't give him Battlestar. He didn't get that. What about, what about Apollo? That's not it. He's got Battlestar Sciatica. No, that's Apollo 13. <laughs> the one with Battlestar the woman Sciatica? who's stuck in. Battlestar oh, Sciatica. <laughs> the one with the woman oh, stuck in space. What was that? That was good. Lost in space. Oh, that was Gravity. We've Gravity, done, that's we've, the one. I'm that was Alfonso Cuaron. We uh, directed that. Okay. That's great. We've done your blood test, Mr. Asaro, and I'm afraid it's Battlestar Sciatica. <laughs> I thought it was a pinch nerve. Oh. John, you're yeah, on. You I'm in perfect health. Ah, look at Mary, you have Liatica. No do. one's going to cheat with me, you Fox. John and John. John. Yeah. John. I'm ready. John I don't want, Tim, John is I don't want any cheating. I do it all myself. Name is 20. In 20 seconds, name as many <coughs> TV shows as you can that was shot in black and white. Uh, honeymooners, um, uh, th- um, the the three guys with the bald heads, the three stooges. Um, TV show. Uh, we're little rascals. They did have a show. They um, did have a show too. Leave it to Beavis. Yes. In the early days. Uh, um, Five seconds. Uh, my three sons. Yes. Um, Ozzy and Harriet. Yes. And time's up. D- Donna Reed's. I love Lucy. Up. Dick Van Dyke's. Some of the ones you missed were six. I love Lucy and Dick Van Dyke. My mother, the car. Ryan, can we get Pat and I one more? <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. Car 54, where are you? The Adams Family, the Monsters. My mother, the car. The car that was my mother. Car 54, my mother. Good job, John. But I would have rocked that one. I would have rocked that one. My mother, where are you? Hey, car 54, your mother. Car 54, your mother. I grew up on black. My mother, where are you? Good, and you? One more. Good, you? You want an egg? Hey, you a cow? <laughs> Scott Rieger hour. Yeah, you want to do one more before you go? I guess. Love you, Scott. <laughs> I got you sucked you're, in now. You're in second place, Pat. 20 Come on. seconds. Name as many video game platforms as you can. Mm. Go. Oh, uh, 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 PSP, PlayStation, Enjoy PlayStation that, 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. That's um, um, the uh, uh, Nintendo. This is Be more specific. Uh, 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 the um, Famicom. The um, <laughs> that no Famicom's real. Um, in television, uh, Atari uh, sixteen hundred, Atari twenty six hundred. Time's up. You got eight. Mm. The Vetrax or something. What is that? Uh, Isolate that. Vetrax is real. Some nice. of the ones you missed were Sega, right? And uh, Jaguar. ColecoVision. Atari sixty four. Atari Jaguar. A favorite of Brian Musikoff. I, I shot the thing. Yeah, I was playing Smurf all day. <laughs> Bitfall. Give Pat eight. Put hair Pat, on Smurf. you have the lead. That's going to be hard to beat. 13 total. Eight. I just want to leave. Look <laughs> at my Uber. Uh, who's next? Me. All right, Pat, here's your question. Uh, name eight first names that are also your <laughs> name, name. Name 27 gauge of strings that you like to play. Uh, please <laughs> count. Pat, here's your credit. Count to 20. <laughs> Tommy, you need 12 to tie. All right. Tommy, well, <laughs> 20 seconds. Name is Patrick. Patrick, here's a warm beer. <laughs> American artists, fine artists, 
as you can. Painters, sculptors, blah, blah, blah. Not filmmakers, musicians. Go. Come on, Tommy. Come on. Feel all right. Come on. Ten seconds. Come on, Tommy. Banana. Can I take Soup over? Soup cans. Uh, Ansel Adams? Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, take it easy. Gloria Estefan? Oh. Um, She's Cuban. She might be a painter. but Time's no. up. She's a painter in the air. Uh, Grant sorry. Wood. Jasper Edward Johns. Never heard, never heard of him. Never Andy Warhol. Robert, Andy Warhol. Robert Indiana. Jackson Pollock. Oh, why are you giving these categories to these what? musicians? Didn't you mean to ask, Ryan, didn't you mean to ask Heineken. that to Mario and then maybe ask me a question? Uh, how, how would you do with that question, Mario? I would tie Pat and, ex- and exceed Bullshit. his score. Why? What did you need to tie? <sighs> I needed nine Wrong. to tie. You would not get nine. No one I can, can get to you right now. Noin? Yeah, but whatever. I gave it to you as soon as it was an art question. Nine. He's got a doctorate in art. He can't get nine. He can't say nine things in a row in, in five nine. minutes. Noin, Gary. Noin. Yeah. Who's next? Is that you? I think I'm up. Is that you, Pete? Hit me, baby. What do you got? In 20 seconds or less, name as many sports teams as you can. That way, the color green. Go. Seahawks. Celtics. I got bamboozled. Stars. Bamboozled. Mavericks. It's four. Ten seconds to go. Eagles. There's a local team. Two seconds. Time's up. Jets. Jets. Fuck the Jets. I hate the fucking Jets. His favorite team. The Packers. Oh, we all have a share. It's funny because they're called the Green Bay Pack. And the Milwaukee Bucks. No, he got the Bucks. No, I didn't get the Bucks. No. You got How the many stars. Did you, get? you don't make the box. I got the stars. He got five. I want to say I got five. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it sounds pretty good. Mario, you're up. Mario, in 20 seconds, name as many famous misters as you can. Go. Mr. Ed. Yes. Uh, Mr. Rogers. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Me and Mrs. Jones. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Ten seconds. Uh, oh, God you got damn. Two. How about the band? Blackwell. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Say it again. I've got a couple of Mr. Two. Mr. <laughs> yes. Mr. Blackwell theming right here. Time's up. Mr. Time's up. Mr. Black. Hopper. Some of the ones you missed were. Mr. Salty. Mr. Softies, baby. Oh, Mr. Softy. Mr. Mr. And Mr. Mr. Peanut. Black. Mr. Met. Uh, Mr. 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 Black. Oh, shoot me now. Mr. Met, forgive me. Mr. Magoo. Oh, oh Mario, you've oh, done Mr. it again. Oh, I Mario, you've <laughs> done it you've again. You've done it again. All right. Mario's going to walk out of this garage onto a steel beam into a construction site. All right. <laughs> Somehow be completely safe. Oh, Magoo. Thank you, Osha. Do I get to go and lose? Because I'm pissed off already. Do it, John. Uh... I haven't gone in like yes. in a half an hour. You're up. You're well, up. You're, you're the last one to go now. Ready? Uh, in 20 seconds or less, yeah. name as many famous pilots as you can. A uh, Sully Sullenberg, yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Yeager, Sally yes. Ride, um, no, um, uh, uh, Amelia Earhart. Yes. Um, uh, pilots. Uh, Orville Wright, Wilbur Wright. Yes, two of them. Brendan Burke. Two seconds. One away. Come <laughs> My on. My neighbor Burke. is a pilot. Time's He's up. a famous. The Brendan Burke. Oh, Bruce Dickinson. One away from mm. the tie. The ones you missed were uh, Harrison Ford, Springsteen, Howard uh, Hughes, Howard mm. and uh, Lindbergh. Lindbergh. Ah, Oscar Lindbergh. The, the Red Baron. <laughs> well, I love the, that pizza. What's the uh, What's the final score? Six. Mario. He just fell short of Pat. Our Boo. new winner. No. Mm. 
Pat, let's have a drink to you. One yes. beer for everybody. Yeah. Why don't you glad you didn't leave? Hey, I got a great idea. Why don't you guys take some of that cold, gigantic coolers full of beers and put them in my refrigerator? Dummies. The, the operative word you, is cold. Why don't you bite me? Ice. Warm. Ice. Yeah. <laughs> Look who's the big right. drinker all yeah, of a exactly. sudden. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My fucking business. Yeah. You haven't taken a fucking drink in a week. Yeah. The minivan hump. is out of the driveway. Yeah, now we owe you a tribute. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you take him the 11 feet from your fucking yeah. coolerator? I got 11 you feet for you. Coolerator. Yeah, in, the, in, the, in the immortal words of Dan Manning, all of a sudden everyone's the big talker. You got nothing. <laughs> Out of here. I appreciate it. Out of here. Thank you. Thanks, Mario. I appreciate you saying you were proud of me at the Mets game and then, and then the very next day telling like me, me I was a scumbag for not partying with you. So I appreciate it. <laughs> he calls that. me up to not. complain about you <laughs> not drinking. No, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm complaining about no ice. I complain about you not partying with me. Dude, I got a great idea. Bring ice. I didn't know we had more beer. We need more ice. There's never been more beer here than in the history of the barrage. I'm bringing ice every fucking time. Then. Maybe Pat's Uber driver will have a bag of ice. We'll <laughs> see you next week. Yeah, why don't you suck my dick, John? Ahmed, right. wow. bring the ice bags. I will not do that, but thank you for the... Uh, impre- uh, I appreciate the, idea. the uh, quite idea. Quite a, quite a suggestion. Maybe he does, yeah. I have a plug, John. You think I'm going to jeopardize my Uber rating by making him bring ice? <laughs> I got a 5.0. What's your plug, Mario? I, I want people to go to Google and they could be a DJ with Kirk, the the app on See you Google. Next week, Kirk. Thank you, everybody. Next Do week. it. Everybody go and go to Google. Your plug is to go to Google. <laughs> it's amazing. You could pick I'm out surprised because people aren't going to go to and Google. You could mix yeah. and you could use a crossfader and you could use. Well, the you know who's control. in charge of that is Say Adams, who was the guy who made the. Uh, uh, Say hey, Willie. Say hey now. It's got to be one of the best pages I've ever seen. Original uh, Beastie Boys artwork for the first album and the Run DMC logo. Say Adams, good guy, also yeah. plays on the softball team with Champagne Jerry and Adderall. Yep. He's and in he, next he's week. He's involved. He's I in used next to week. DJ back Love to, to back have that guy on. On the turntables back to back. I'm right, reminiscent. I was reminiscing. Turntable. Very cool, Mary. We'll uh, go holding hands in Central no. Park, walking through the park, and reminiscing. We'll see you next week. Thank when we you. have the Meltasia founders of the big festival that's upstate, it's a huge festival. It's actually, uh, it's not a joke. It's a huge, gigantic It's going to be thing. big. It's 100 acres. big people. Mungo, Jerry, Raekwon, yep. um, and a Rocky. bunch of other bands. Rocky Erickson. We thank Noel Monk. like three times the set? Or? In a summertime, you got me, you got me, the on your mind. And piss jeans. In the summertime, when the weather is hot, you can reach right up and touch the sky. You know Raekwon. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting rid of Stop classic. saying that, man. Sadly, we're not getting get, rid of it. Hey, Prove me wrong. Hey, Pete, I will. We're going to get up. everybody. Prove me wrong. I, I'm working on it. It's not to be talked about yet. Yes. Say good night, Gracie. Thank you, Mary, for the care package. And some other surprise guests, by the way, which we can't What, you about. know about it, Mary? Okay, I don't know about it. God damn it. Mario's like, it's not to be talked about. It's the first thing that you decided If I ever not know to talk about I would talk about it. I know nothing, <laughs> but I'm just right. saying you're not exactly. supposed to talk about it. We're going to have a lot of fun surprises, all we yep. can say. It's going to be a great time, and we're going to have uh, the guys who can explain everything next week about mm-hmm. exactly what's going on. I'm going to tune in. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> you're going to be here. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll stay home. And we'll see you all next week. Thanks, Woo! everybody. Thank all right. Good job. Love you all. Thanks, Mario. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Ryan. Thank Thanks, you. Pat. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you. Noel Monk. Um, Dude, that was cool. Manager of Van Halen and everybody else. We'll see you next week. In the summertime, <laughs> when the weather is hot, you can stretch right up and touch the sky. In the hibbit of hot, in the hibbit of hot, in the hibbit of hot.
Fight roast, sir. Look how old Mongo Jerry is. He is 70. Early 70s? Late 60s? Yo, Kev. Yeah, stay tuned for Brian Musikoff, Musicom with Musikoff, the replay of his Thursday show. And also uh, tune in to Conan Intron every Thursday, right before that. And of course, after our show, after Musicom, Musikoff, stay tuned for Tunican Jones and his show, Preemptive Stripes, Post-Emptive Stripes. Just kidding. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, go after yourself, like. Don't forget to go on Google. <laughs> that's Google. That's Google.com. I live my life like there's no tomorrow. 
And all I've got, I had to steal. Least I don't need to beg or borrow. Yes, I'm living at a pace that kills. Ooh, yeah. tell you all about it i found the simple life ain't so simple when i jumped out on that road i got no love no love you'd call real ain't got nobody waiting at home God damn it, baby, no, I ain't lying to you. I'm only gonna tell you one time. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. Ah Woo! <laughs> so simple no when i jumped out on that road got no love no love you'd call real got nobody waiting at home You gotta hear this though, for real. It's like crazy. Hat tip to Jim McGregor on this one. Wouldn't it be nice if we were older? Then we wouldn't have to wait so long. And wouldn't it be nice to live together in the kind of world where we belong? You know it's gonna make it that much better. When we can say goodnight and stay together Wouldn't it be nice if we could wake up in the morning When the day is new And after having spent the day together Hold each other close the whole night through 
happy times together we've been spending. I wish that every kiss was never ending. But wouldn't it be nice? Maybe if we think and wish and hope and pray it might come true. Run, run, will baby then there wouldn't be a single thing we couldn't do. But we could be married. You know it seems the more we talk about it It only makes it worse to live without it But let's talk about it Wouldn't it be I am on Facebook. Yo, Kev. <laughs> See you at Catch Club. Meow.